mega level. Oh, mega level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Omega Level, as always. I am your faithful, vigilant host, Nick, and sitting across from me is my faith, my faithful, vigilant <laughs> co-host, Josh. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. The fat man himself. The titular Joshua. And <laughs> the real star here is Nicholas Carter, that man right here. Uh, the key word there was titular. Mm. The titular, I kind of stole that from Harmon Quest. been watching a lot of that recently. Have you? I don't think I've... Third season's done. We have uh, Drew and I have two more episodes to watch. That's the animated show he does, right? Uh, it's the, yeah, he does I've a live that's role play. real funny. It's funny. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's real good. I haven't seen it yet. They definitely don't stick to the books, but not everyone's a D&D player. So it's, right, you know, they right. have to make shit. Yeah, it's, it's good. You I like Dan laughs. Harmon's comedy. Pretty funny story. As a person, it seems like he's an asshole, but he's, he's really funny. Yeah. Like he's a, just an alcoholic piece of shit. He's calmed down on his drinking. Has he? He has. No. Good. He makes did, a point of saying it in the show sometimes. <laughs> did you ever watch the Harmontown documentary? No, I dude, refuse to. He's a piece yeah, of garbage. No, that's why I won't watch piece it. Piece of garbage. I was just like, don't want to, don't want to sully that. <laughs> he treats all his friends so awfully. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. so bad. He's like drunk all the time, and it's, that's why he's mm-hmm. so rude and like mean to everybody. I was like, man, Dan Harmon's a creative I just genius. Take, I was gonna say, I just take him as, yep, I take him as a comedian. You're <laughs> hilarious. Your writing is great. You have my favorite comedy community. I mean, Rick and Morty's up there. Is that too. your favorite comedy of all time? Yeah. Really? Dang. Last year, after my like sixth rewatch, I was like, man, this is definitely like top. To, I don't know. It's so you can always go back and catch different like different quirks, different comedies, different quips. You know what I'm saying? I can't fucking do this, dude. I'm not going to listen to another person sleep on Friends again. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing against Friends, but just community hits everything. Have you watched all Friends? I have not seen it from start to finish. Okay, okay. You do like this show? I have probably seen a total in my life, probably, what is there, like 10 seasons? Yeah. I've probably seen five full seasons. Okay, so you've Spread seen out. quite a bit I've seen it. it quite a bit, yes, yeah. yes. You should definitely uh, watch it. It's been thing. a long you, time since I've actually seen... Knowing your comedic stylings, you'll like it. I think so. I like loved it. Joey. But I, I don't think you'll like it more than well. community, but you'll like it. Dude, Joey's still yeah. hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Him and Chandler are still consistently hilarious. Good. Like Their performances are timeless. Yep, I have nothing against you. I just never think about it. And then, you know, no, it's no, a little no, bit older, so I don't ever go back. Yeah. I want to put community up there, man, but just ugh, those last two seasons are I just, just so see, bad. It's funny because I, I think five's the weakest season, and that's Dan Harmon's first season back. Yeah, I know. I think it is, too. Mm-hmm. Even four of the ones he's not in is still pretty good. some of the best episodes, but as a whole, it's not. Yeah, it's like got Lava World? Too many oh, weak that's, episodes. That's an amazing episode. Yeah. But then the, I, I just couldn't do the final season. Dude. Season crazy. six, I did not like it all. I loved it. Like, first season, I was like, okay, this is, feels different. It I've feels never good. Go, it. That breaks my heart. I don't know how. It's never finished it. Frankie it, is man. amazing. Keith David's in it for a minute. Once mm. Donald Glover's gone, it's like, well, what's the point of watching this anymore? <laughs> I mean, he was my one of my favorite characters. My number, Dude, he's the Donald Number Glover. three, probably. Three no, or four. Troy's my favorite character in the show. Uh, Abed's sure. mine. Really? Abed's yeah, my he's, two. He's just too they're, much. Their combination Abed's is too, much, yeah. too good, dude. Dean's up there. I mean, Chang's up Dude, there. Dean Annie's Dong. up there. I Dean mean, Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give you a Dean. <laughs> Dude, one of the best things he ever did was at the Halloween where he had the dual, the dual costume. Dude. And he like freaks out. He goes, it's I gotta so go hard. To, I gotta go to the bank today. Yeah. What was I thinking? He comes back at, towards the end of the episode and he's like, oh my God, they loved it. They had so many questions. I think I inspired some people with what I said, some of my answers. The Dean Pelton's awesome. You oh. know that guy is an Oscar winner? Jim Rash. Oscar winning writer. Descendant. Jim Rash, God. bro. 
The Sinus is good if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. It's one of Clooney's best performances. That was no, that was great. That's yeah. just crazy. Like he's like you're watching this dude. It's Jim Rash. Dean fucking Craig Pelton. <laughs> yeah, Craig Pelton, Oscar winner. Oscar winner. <laughs> no, That's he's hilarious. Amazing. The whole yeah, the whole show is great. The whole cast is great. Oh man, I never hit record. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> Britta's the worst, but she fits. Like she's. I, I feel worst. like it was on purpose to make her just unlikable. Oh yeah, they but definitely it worked, tried. Like, it, sh- it won't work without her. Like some the of show? the jokes, yeah, oh, yeah it, it wouldn't sure. work without her. Oh yeah, uh, like Pierce, I think you could do without him. There's a couple storylines that would have been changed a lot. Like, I think I in, think he is easily replaceable. Possibly I think surely too. In seasons one and two, I wouldn't say that Pierce is essential. No, but some of those storylines that involved him, that really like that revolved around him, like his dad, were essential to the growth of the group. So like, if you replace that character, then you just have to replace those stories with stories about the other character and make them as impactful. Mm-hmm. Right? Even in season three, I mean, you have that like one of the be- one of the better episodes of Community was when they had the inheritance episode where That's, they played yeah, the yeah, video dad, game. So like, like, yeah. yeah, deals with his dad, deals with Pierce's yeah. thing. Uh, most recently, it's actually in season four, the haunted house, when you find out that yes, yeah, when yeah. he's living mm-hmm. with him and you don't have But Britta, she's just. Amazing. Just awful. Dude, Annie. Like, just, oh, God, she's amazing. So good. Annie's she's, boobs. Man, Annie's boobs. <laughs> the monkey. Yeah, we get it. You named him after that. <laughs> <laughs> here, Annie boobs. Where's Annie's boobs? Come here, Annie boobs. We get it. <laughs> oh, I love it, dude. What about Annie's boobs? This show, oh, we're not having, haven't even talked about Winger, but Winger's awesome. Winger's great. His his speeches get, a, every every rewatch, they get a less, little less impactful. But they're oh, st- right, because still, you've already yeah, seen them. Yeah, seen yeah. Them. You're like, okay, yeah. Dude, right. I love how, wingers, they, how they worked against like the old school, um, what were they called? Latchkey TV shows for kids, right? They always had like this message at the end. It was always like a moral message. And yeah. Community is the same thing, but works the opposite direction because it's an, a, an immoral person yeah. always trying to tell this moral trying message to, to make himself look better. Yeah. I was like, that's it's so genius. It's all for selfish reason, yeah. reasons, but it helps the group. Yeah. They always get through it because they're a they're toxic the group. They're kids. They feed into Like what it. was it? I think it was season five or six uh, when they actually did a flashback of everyone finally like standing up to the study group. Right, and yeah, And they go yeah. back through all the different events that deal with the study uh, the study room. And they're just pieces of shit. And they're like blocked like... <laughs> I'm going to be late for a test, Garrett. And it's like he's not in there having like the whole like where's my pen episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're ruining other people's lives and shit. Dude, in that show created the paintball episodes where oh, some of the best some episodes of, the best. of any TV All ever. of their concept episodes are amazing. 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 All right, dude. Well, this isn't the community podcast. So okay, let's, hey, uh, yeah, let's I mean, move on. I'm always down to talk about community. Oh, God. I love that show, dude. Great show. Well, um, I love the first three seasons. Well, she can get show. into Rick and Morty, man. Dude, it's about to come back. I need it's to. Dan dude. Harmon, dude. I need to. It's his writing. It's it's there. I liked the first episode. I know it's animated. But it's there. That comedy is there. He's not trying to just be disparaging when he says, I know it's animated. He's like, to me, he kind no. of is. Because, like, just for people that don't know why you would say that, I have a really hard time getting into animated stuff. It's like, I personally need to feel like a connection with characters when I watch a show or a movie. And it's really hard for me to connect with my own. And there is some animated stuff I've seen, some animated stuff I've watched that completely overcomes that. Of course. But it's. It's not often. Yeah, no, this wasn't a knock. I mean, I watch a bunch of animated yeah, stuff and anime. Yeah, stuff. You know, yeah. I say he this, have the I say this I to a friend of Nick. Yeah. Like, I know that he's not He's not like, oh, I hate animation. He's just not into it. It's something yeah, it's that he can't get. Yeah. Pixar consistently breaks that wall for me. Well, that They're 3D animation like, nope, is nice, You're going to care about yeah. these characters. Yeah. I'm like, 3D right. CGI, though, is it's it's, very oh, nice, too. It's so good. Yeah. Even Disney breaks it, too, man, with their animated classics. Absolutely. And new animated stuff, too. Oh, my God, dude. Amazing movie. Fantastic movie, dude. It's one of the best. One of the best. What? You haven't seen Moana? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into uh, some newsy news. So mm, Newsy news. I can't remember. The, when you and Steven did the podcast, the last episode y'all did, did you guys talk about the Catwoman uh, yeah. casting rumors? Mm-hmm. Okay, we did. Okay. We did. We did. Well, that is confirmed. He was super sexist was and it racist, confirmed? so it did not go well. <laughs> was it confirmed at the time? 
Oh, we did not mention Zoe. No, we it, did it not. is confirmed now. It is confirmed. Zoe Kravitz yeah. is playing Catwoman in the hype, Batman. Hype, hype, hype. I'm not too familiar. She has a very extensive filmography, but I know very little. I've seen it like Mad Max and uh, I'm blanking on the other movie. I've only seen like two of her movies. But you know her father, so. Well, of course. Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, American woman. You also know her stepdad. Who's her stepdad? Aquaman. Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa is married to her mom. Shut the hell up. Nope. <laughs> Isn't she older than him? <laughs> oh, no, he's like No, 42. Momoa's like, yeah, he's in his 40s. He's in his 40s. He's married to <laughs> her mom? Wh- whoever, I don't remember I don't who her mom, her mom is, but yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy, because I saw him post something on Instagram that was like Aquaman thinking, uh, it was like this Aqua this Aqua stepdad or something like that, like couldn't <laughs> be happier that his uh, stepdaughter is going to be Catwoman. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, so that's when you found out about it? Yeah. yeah that's like, great. Wow. She's his stepdaughter? That's it's, crazy. See, guys, news. News, man. This is news to me. This no one on the planet has two better father figures. Her fathers are Lenny Kravitz that's and Aquaman. Yeah, that's dude, let's dope. go, baby. <laughs> that's dope. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for the acting potential of the role. I think Zoe Kravitz is talented. Uh, Look-wise, I think she's I haven't seen, it. or I have seen, I've seen quite a few things she's been in. I would have to look up her filmography to tell you specifically. I know for sure Mad Max. I'm not doing it. But Zoe Kravitz has talent. Like I think she's going to be very good in the role. I am a little bummed that despite the hard campaigning that Isaac Gonzalez did for this role for the past mm-hmm. like three years, it never happened. Because I think she is perfect in every aspect. I think she can do the acting. She has the look. She brings the seduction, which is a center for Catwoman. And I think she has great chemistry with like everyone I've ever seen her on screen with. Like That woman just like oozes charisma. Nice. I think she'd be brilliant for it. And then there was someone else that you had mentioned or something we had talked about uh, that. Logan Browning, dude. Logan Browning would be would have been fantastic. After the perfection, dude. I was like, okay, we know the I need acting's more. there. Let's I need go. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need let's more. go. She'd have been great, too. But Zoe Kravitz, I think she's going to crush. I think she's going to be great. awesome. It's going to be nice. Eh? I'm excited to see a, her and uh, Pattinson together on screen. I know. I'm hyped for that shit, dude. Also, Selena Bruce, baby. Jonah Hill is out. He turned down the role, which was, in fact, the Riddler, which is Paul Dano now. So happy he turned that road. Hype that he turned it so down. So it was confirmed that, that he Daniel, did turn that. It, well, no, it's not confirmed, but, but he it, turned it down, and then like and two days later, later Paul Daniel yeah. got cast as Riddler. So it's like, oh, that must have been what it was. Yep. So fine with that. I'm fine yeah. with. I think Jonah Hill could have been good. It would have been interesting, but Paul Dano is like, we know. All right, well, this is gonna be great. Yeah. Like you just know he's gonna be brilliant. I think Jonah's Riddler might have been too goofy. I, I don't know if Matt Reeves would have allowed that, but I hope it wouldn't be. But man, after seeing Dano's what he did, be weird and sadistic. Dude. After seeing what fucking Jonah Hill did in, <laughs> in Beach, Beach Bum, <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> no, we gotta keep that same accent oh going God. into that. Dude. <laughs> like the worst. It's worse than Steven's Bayou dude, accent. Man, it's, it's it was rough. It was bad. It was like dude. Jersey meets Bayou. I if he'd have played it. With a straight normal accent, with his normal voice, I think that would have been a good performance. Mm-hmm. But the accent, like, it just made it seem so goofy and dumb. Yep, your your typical like money guy, like it's your stereotypical. Yeah. He makes money off of you and spends it and all. Yeah, he doesn't care about anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't like you when you have money. Like, you know, it definitely seemed like he showed up to work every day and didn't care about the project. No, like when he did, he's like, I'm paid. just here to play around. It's like, yeah, but you're making the movie bad. Yep. Like you're making it worse. Stop doing that. Ugh, I don't know. But yeah, Kravitz, very hype about that. I'm doing hype about what. Matt Reeves is doing so far Dude, with this, so the far, Batman. And then get my boy Michael Giacchino on that score. No Dude, surprise. Oh no surprise. It's going to be scored fantastically. No surprise. Favorite director, favorite composer. Come back <laughs> at it again with the white bands. We out Favorite here. actor. Yep. Now. Robert Pattinson. Now. Automatically. <laughs> nope. Just immediately. I Fuck Leo. Him. I love Robert Pattinson. Have you seen the trailer for The Lighthouse? Leo's trash. Okay. I just want to get that out that's there. That's true. I just want to get that out Have you seen the trailer for his new movie, The Lighthouse? I'm mixed with on this movie. While they look amazing. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I'm watching. The movie looks nutty. And I'm gonna They look great. I am not a uh this looks like a nineteen fifties film. I think that's the point. I know. That's the point. That immediately turns me off. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I will I will 
I, you're, you're very ageist. I know. I know. Oh, I am. When it, when it comes <laughs> oh, to movies, I, I will. Yeah, I know. Uh, they're going to be great. Apparently, there's a uh, something Have you seen going the around. Teaser where it's them saying what for a full minute? Yes. <laughs> I can't what? wait. That's I what? can't <laughs> wait. What? What? <laughs> it's just escalating. <laughs> when it ended, I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> no, dead serious. Dead serious. So fucking that whole preview. It looked like both of them did nothing for a year but watch There'll Be Blood, and they're both like. I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. No, I'm, I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. No, I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. And the other guy's like, I'll be Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both were like, we're both Daniel Plainview. What? 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 Oil! Uh, apparently, there's also some going around. I guess some people had some early screenings. They've already seen this movie. Mm. Uh, no surprise. Uh, Robert Pattinson came out that he said he's like flattered or interested that people are uh, interested in his masturbation scene that's in this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Apparently, hmm. he's like, I'm glad people are talking about it. <laughs> like, wait, there's a masturbation scene? Like, calm down, Batman. <laughs> They're like describing it so emotional and passionate. Dude, it's a guy masturbating. <laughs> I don't care if it's... I don't the, know how... I don't, think it's, I don't care if it's the most attractive slow motion thing ever. <laughs> it's never... Like, it's masturbation. There's nothing beautiful about it. I don't it. think it's going to be this nuclear special moment. Let's chill. <laughs> so acting-wise, it's A24. Dude, A24. Willem oh, my Defoe, God. Robert Pattinson. Who is it? It's Willem, Willem. Uh, that's a little How I Met Your Mother shout out what's good what's good amazing show awful ending Uh, awful 10 minutes fight me (laughs) awful 10 minutes no awful awful like 5 minutes but yeah 5 minutes it was literally like literally the worst end the show just end the show and continue the worst final 5 minutes of a show ever it's rough ever dude it doesn't hurt me as much as it used to but it's still it's just like uh. when they got to write the final episode Mm -hmm. they teleported 10 years into the future (laughs) saw the outrage of Game of Thrones and they were like Please, and then went back in time and wrote that. <laughs> See now, yeah, exactly. This is so much worse than that. It was awful, dude. Awful, awful, awful. <laughs> they they time traveled for the future. It was like, oh, we got you guys, man. Shit, no, we're, like, hold we're our, gonna hit this before hold you even our get beers. close. We're like, going back. We're gonna finish this before you even start your first season, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, it was bad. So, another news, uh, comic book news. Taka Waititi recently said that Thor: Love and Thunder is going to fucking double down on the craziness that Thor: Ragnarok was. And they finished the script. Oh, I know. This is why he's They're talking gonna about it. going to double down on the craziness? What was the, what was the craziness of Ragnarok? Bro, if you put well, Ragnarok I mean, up against not only the, the two previous Thor movies, but every Marvel movie up to that point, that only Guardians kind of comes close. And even then, Ragnarok is wacky as hell. Yeah. And he said, yeah, we're doubling true. down. He's like, oh, I didn't want to. I need more He's like, I didn't want to do this if it, couldn't, if it couldn't be weird and unique. And I was like, oh, my God, let's go. Good. That story's going to have to be nutty to oh. explain how Jane Foster is back, why she is back, why yep. she cares about the talking to Thor again, how she became Thor, mm-hmm. if they're following anything about the comic storyline, is she like from an alternate universe? Who fucking, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But Who knows? I'm fucking excited. Asgard exists on Earth now. Like Beyond it is excited. on Midgard. Yep. It's wherever you go. What's going it's on? You go, right, yeah, but they're like, <laughs> they true, it's very good. Yeah. They settled down in Midgard. Dude, it's New Asgard, I think it was called, right? Yeah, they call it New name. Asgard. Fucking, who was it? This year, this going to be the villain. They're talking about someone. Uh, For Thor? Yeah. Uh, uh, I almost said nightmare, but that's wasn't uh, it just Doctor Strange. Well, we don't know, but it's rumored that it might be uh, Gore, isn't it? The God yeah. Butcher. Gore. Yeah. D- Come on now. That's what it was released on in Marvel or Disney or Marvel's uh, IG. It's gonna that, have to be a month after the. Uh, is that confirmed? Person. So it is Gore. That it was it's on their IG. It's gonna have to be yeah. fucking insane if Gore is the villain. Uh, that's gonna yeah. be a crazy. And movie. I really fucking hope he doesn't get beat in one movie. Gore. Yeah. Thor beats him the first time they fight him. He just well, he thinks d- he kills him, but doesn't. Did he though? That's what I'm saying. He thinks Did he kills he him, dog? but he didn't. He didn't. As uh, I'm just saying, like we Gore, will like, talk about next. Gore week, deserves more than one movie. If 
unless they treat him like Hella, which I still thought Hella needed in more than one movie. Hella easily could have survived. Yes. Um, I still don't think she's dead. at the end. I don't, I don't think she's, I don't think she's dead. But we'll see. They could just easily leave it off. No doubt. That's an easy death. Whatever. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but they could bring her back. Bullshit. Like, it's Hella. She's like, yeah. what the fuck you think? Surter just got bitched out by Hulk. And we saw what Hulk was able to do. Jack shit against Thanos. That's all I'm Hulk saying. didn't bitch out Surter. I mean, he, he jumped, jumped at him and Surter threw his ass off. But he started fucking with him. That's well, yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. But no, nah, he ain't. Uh, I, I don't think Hell is dead. I don't no. think Hell is dead. I hope not. But Gore needs more than what Malekith got. While I don't dislike Malekith's performance and his 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 presence in the dark uh, dark world as much as most people, I totally get why you would hate it. No, I'm not calling you wrong by any means. I'm definitely wrong. I'm few, very few people that actually like liked that. that movie. I like that movie and liked Malekith, even though didn't like Malekith. See, I, I get it. I love I wish the character th- so yes. much. It's like I know, I know. This is barely an outline of what it should be. I know. That's what. That's what's crazy. Why I even he wasn't have a bad. toleration for like, the character. Christopher Eccleston didn't do a bad job. No, they just didn't let him do. They much. didn't do the character. What? No, they what didn't do the is. character justice no, at all. Absolutely not. It sucks, man. Uh, not his fault. And I actually think he potentially could be alive, but maybe not. He got crushed. But uh, Malekith. He's I mean, probably, they showed that whole dead. teleport crush. Yeah, yeah he's probably and dead. be no point to where we're at, anyways. Yeah. But I'm excited. Like I'm assuming you are for the future of the Marvel movies with this with Taika coming out and like uh, Doctor Strange being talked about how being it's finally going to be that real weird psychological oh, yeah. we're getting there boys finally getting that that they're going to push these little uh, Marvel haters the whole oh man oh, all the Stevens in the world to, all the Stevens in the world <laughs> <laughs> all these all these Marvel haters and saying like you know it's just like westerns man they're they're going to last ten, about 10, 10, 15 years but then they're going to die down they're not cinema uh, that my second favorite director said 10, that 15 years me. bro these been rolling for 20 i know did they no, forget that saying, X-Men started this in 2000 almost over even though endgame just grossed the highest grossing movie of all motherfucking all, all time joker not related to marvel but still a superhero whilst while well, kind of not being really, we can idiot. touch on that real quick. I actually had that written down in the notes uh, as well. But it's high star rated R, so we're not getting our superhero fatigue, people. Bro, it's not happening. But now they're going to be able to pin a script to give us what people, most people, complain about because you can't, you can't hate on the text. I'm sorry if you hate Marvel movies. Oh, the text is, is fantastic. Is, you dude. can't hate on the text; they blow everything out of the fucking water. Yeah, nothing comes close. I mean, it also helps they have that money and the amount of team that does it. Yeah, but it does not matter. It's the best. It's it, like there's no competing. Uh, acting, I still think is fucking beyond this thing. But the big thing, story. Oh, you know, like they don't, they don't have, they don't grab me because it's a typical story. Like, oh, there's no big yeah, turn. Yeah, but see what the this comic is where fans. Where that big turn happens. I New hope phase. so. This, this is what, the, this like is what is. the comic fans like fail to realize. Like the real diehards, like us and shit. Yeah. But unlike us, the people that bitch constantly about the Marvel, like oh, they just they're not doing enough of the story and blah blah blah. Do they fucking realize? Like you got to take a moment to realize who these movies are made for. They're not made for us. No. They're, well, they're not made for with us in mind. With us in mind. These a, movies are made all ages, for, for all ages, all audiences. They can't off the fucking rip just jump in and be like, Scott, which can work for reality? She can do that. She can do that. Like, no. Bro, we got to ease people <laughs> yeah. into this shit, bro. Because yeah. what that's what turned about? people off that weird stuff. And that's why it's yeah. getting better as it should be just defined as science fiction. Now. Yeah, yeah. As it, it's, is, it is getting there. It is, yeah, it is science fiction. Comic bo- I think comic so. books and comic movies have always been science fiction. Whether so. you want to say they are or not. They are science fiction. Oh, they got their superheroes. I don't know. Like it's they, they, they're, they're casting Oscar winners. I mean, does, do I have to mention my boy, two-time <laughs> Oscar winner, Mahersha Ali, coming out here playing Blade in the next couple oh places? Oh my god, dude! I mean, we got Kate Blanchett, two-time Bro, Oscar winner, playing a motherfucking villain. Think about this: we're getting Blade coming back, right? Yep. And he's coming back to Marvel <sighs> at this time <sighs> when we're now moving into the weird stuff. We can go full we, fucking Blade weird world exactly. now. Exactly. We might actually be able full to get some Dracula up shit. in this bitch. Yeah, and I'm excited, dude. 
Blade's stories are weird because it deals with the arcane and with magic and shit. Like they're not yeah. typical Something things. That's Strike Force that we're reading. Yeah, dude. Also yeah. excited that I think Un- that's gonna help. Unlike the original Blade trilogy, which like really doesn't have shit to do with no. like magic and stuff. No. It's like him just killing other vampires. Other vampires. Yeah. They Blade is like in Doctor Strange's world. Like he deals with weird, crazy shit all the yeah. time. He goes to and the dark realm. We can realm. do that. that now. He, he Blade has gone yeah. to these places. Yeah. Like this isn't just yeah. And we can do that now. We're this getting is the to that Daywalker place. we're talking about, boys. So glad they didn't try to bring Blade in like 10 years ago. Absolutely. Now is right. Absolutely. As we're getting into the cosmic stuff and it's like the more odd, magical side of things, Absolutely. now we can bring freaking Blade in. Yes. And they got Mahershala. Of all people. Dude, what? Of all people. I know. But Marvel can't cast, though. Right. Disney can't get actors, though. Bro, Marvel didn't cast. He called Marvel. He was like, I want to play Blade. And Kevin's like, yes, sir. Contract's on the way. He's like, I already <laughs> talked to Wesley. He said it's cool. <laughs> yeah, what was Wesley going to say? No. No, but he pre. I think Wesley came out after and was like, great pick, Marvel. Yeah, well, of course he Wouldn't did. have anybody else. Of course he did. Of yeah. course he did. He's going to come out and despair. I'm he didn't say something like He's no, going to come out and despair like, the two time Oscar winning Marshall Ali. Get yeah, out of here, bro. I was going to say, Ali's done more than in his career than you did. Sorry, I love you, Wes. I love you, Wes. Almost said more than Blade ever has. More than Wesley ever has. I will say the best thing about those movies is I thought he was good as Blade, but he wasn't really Blade. Not the Blade that is in comic books, no. No, not, but he, not he, really. He, had, he nailed the stoic part of Blade. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He was the more that. serious side of Blade, but Blade is also quite funny. Yes. And like very jabbing, comments wise. He He's very quippy. Well, Blade he really has wasn't his like moments. That. Some. Blade, I mean, some. He, one Matt and I have been quoting mainly Matt uh, for the past like two months. Man, sometimes people just trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of quippy, but he's what? always real serious in the movies when he quips. Yep, Whereas Blade that's gets, true. Blade gets kind of Deadpoolish with it. And he it. gets his Wesley smile. So, I mean, it, it yeah. comes off as like, oh, he's charming. Yeah. But the I way they made Ryan Reynolds' character in Blade Trinity was like they just took that part of Blade and cut it off and made a different character out of it. Okay. It was like, Blade is kind of like that. And I think Mahershal is going to trust Ryan that. was funny in that movie. He was awesome. He was Deadpool before Deadpool. Movie. Yeah. Uh, duh, he's been Deadpool since That was his Deadpool Van- audition. <laughs> he's been Deadpool since Van Wilder, dude. He's been Deadpool since birth, bro. He's always <laughs> Literally birth. But Van Wilder was like, oh, shit, this is Wade Wilson. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. it's Wade in college. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's Wade in college before he decided to kill people. <laughs> yeah, right? Before <laughs> he's like, I can revenge. get a lot of money yeah, off this. Exactly. Before I can get a lot of money off this. <laughs> so let's uh, smooth into the Joker thing. Ooh. The highest grossing R.A.D. movie of all time. And Ryan Reynolds paid his respects, too. I'm so conflicted by this. Why? So conflicted by this. Because on one hand, that movie does not fucking deserve it. Okay. And on another hand, that movie so deserves it. I thought you loved the movie. I love and hate that movie. You like Deadpool more? No. I like this better than Deadpool movies. I think. Well, I, then it, in a way, it's more deserving then. I give the Joker a 9 out of 10. Okay. But I can. You uh, don't give Deadpool's, man? I, I love But I still them. say I love and hate Joker. Okay. Because it's, like you said previously, it's not a movie about the fucking Joker. It's not. First off, it's not. You even, remove the name, it's Even it's though still there's a well. ton of comic book references and undertones in that movie. This movie is not about the Joker. And the biggest problem with the movie not being about the Joker is that some people, a lot of people, an overwhelming amount actually, it's like mind-boggling to me, are walking away from this movie with like, not the impression, but with thinking this is what is wrong with our society and with how people that need help try to seek help, which is great that this movie is bringing that to people's minds. I was about to say mental illness. Yep, more But when it does that, it fucking fails the character. Because Joker is not a character that you should who be. needs help. Whoever needed to go and of course he needed to ask for help. Everyone needs to ask for help. But he's Absolutely. not a character that needed help. He's not a character that was ever, ever, ever going to be redeemed. There was no chance. He was was always bad. There was always something within him that made him different, that made him like the morose and macabre things. Mm-hmm. Even before he was like the Joker, before he put the the fucking purple suit on and dyed his hair green and tried to kill Batman a billion times. Yeah, yeah. Even before that, there was always something underneath the surface that was always going to come out one way or another to make him the sadistic psychopath we know. There was no redemption, and this movie fails 
in every regard and aspect in that way. It makes it to where there was a possibility for redemption. Maybe he never had to become. This I think person. by the end it did not. I well, think like, once it wrapped up, the movie, like, he okay, asked for help just... multiple times. He never gets help. He shit on his whole fucking life. He has this terrible childhood. True, and all he this goes trauma. to the talk show and he's like, "You just so brought it, me here to it, laugh." It, at it me. leaves all these little doors open and these windows cracked. That like, oh, maybe he didn't have to be this way. No, he did have to be that way because that's the Joker. That's but what wouldn't he is. somebody with a mental illness as bad as his think he can get help? But then everyone's like, "No, we're not going to help you," because like, you can't get help. Maybe, but no one ever actually. But said the Joker that. doesn't want help. That's true. He likes who he is. That's true. And that's well, this where is it fails. The rise to this, that's where know? it fails the character, right? But if we are going on the theory that he's not actually the Joker, well, he's the inspiration the of the Joker. That's even. Better. Did you see the? There's a rumor of Joker Two's already greenlit. Um, maybe they greenlit it, but is Joaquin on? Because he signed one movie. Well, I'm just saying you can't make Joker 2 without Joaquin. That's literally impossible. If they make Joker 2, then that theory is dead. He yes. is fucking Joker. And they also, is because it was those an early... I don't, I don't know my... Reli- these, are pro- these are probably not reliable sources. Right, this is rumors yeah, at this, this point. Just so rumors. take it with a massive grain exactly. of salt. Like. Uh, but they had it pinned to where it would be... This would be the, the movie of the ascension into the crime lord we know is the Joker. Which would mean this is, is the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah. And of course, I like the little theory. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little much to try to connect the dots on that one. But at the end of the movie... Spoilers. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. When he's sitting with that uh, in the future with the other uh, psychiatrist, in it's the, the same cell, woman. It's the same woman. I'm pretty sure. What if he regardless. looked back at the mo- people were saying that he looked back at the moment of uh, when he met Bruce Wayne and realized that was when he created the bat. So in this the future, that's the bat's already around in that little moment. But it's still oh, and that's when he realizes yeah, I made that. He's person. like <laughs> like laughed about it. Like he's like looked back at his greatest moment. That's fucking was cool. Creating the bat. That's cool. Yeah, I was I'd like, like that. damn, that's fucking that'd be cool. But so, it's apparently only going to be set a few years after. So we well, still so Batman wouldn't have Batman. Batman. Yet, we still yeah. wouldn't have Batman. It we would still... be like the rise of his criminal empire, I exactly. guess. Exactly. It'd be him becoming the mobster that we know, the crime see, lord that we know. So if they do make a sequel and they get walked back, I don't... Sorry, I can't I don't, the table. If so. Phoenix doesn't come back, I'm going to give a fuck about the movie. Oh, of course not. It's literally... This it's movie would not sell. No, it, it would, would not sell. There's him. no way that this would do well. They make a sequel to where he's like rising to his crime lord prominence, becoming mm-hmm. the clown prince of, prom- yes, of crime. Yes. Whether people know it or not, a sequel to this movie, period, that cements him as the Joker completely undermines that message in the first movie that he could have ever had help. Which is what you would want, right? Yes, that's what okay. I would want. That would cement that, like, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Because anything he does now... Evil. Sadistic, anything evil matter. he does pushes him farther into that light, into that hole of being, like, this bad person, right? Mm-hmm. But also, if he make, they make a sequel and he never tries to get help, if he never looks to anyone to change who he is, he never really fucking wanted it. Because if he doesn't have, if a he moment, wanted it in the past, I could, something would happen to make him want it again later. I could see him being having a moment where he like is tricking. He's about to lose, asking for it. Then of course changes his mind and kills that him. That would which ruin is definitely, the movie. Unless it was, think, unless it was a ploy the whole time, and he never actually wanted help. It's yeah. just the moment. Yeah. Like I just didn't want to do this. I didn't. Want, and then of course they get closer. Then he kills him. He's right. like, I've always wanted to do this, and it's like, yeah, whoa, okay, that would be cool. Fuck. But yeah. if if like he breaks down in the sequel and he actually tries to get help, no, I would probably walk out. I feel out like they wouldn't allow that. I don't think Todd. Yeah, fucking stupid. Allow that. I don't think. Well, Todd doesn't give a fuck about. The, he doesn't give a fuck about comics. I know, but he came out and said that. Really, essentially, dude. The way he got Joaquin Phoenix on this movie, did you not hear about this shit? Oh my, made me so fucking. It makes angry. sense why this movie is like so not comic book. It made me so like, angry oh, when so he good. when I read he said this shit. Oh, of course, damn it. He said that when he got what he said. This isn't like an. Uh, it was, was him talking in an interview. They the this way that information he, not affirmation. A, cool. Yeah, information not affirmation. To quote old Freddie Prince Jr. That he got Joaquin Phoenix on this this movie was like, hey. Let's go make a really good movie disguised as a comic book movie. Wow. That motherfucker said that shit. Mm. That a com- insinuating that comic, comic movies movie. are all just cinematic fluff. They're bullshit. They're nothing. Mm. They can't actually be artistic, real good movies. That, mm. Fuck Todd Phillips. I'd never liked that dude to begin with. Yeah. 
This movie was good. I think he was way heavy-handed in his direction. I think uh, the directing job he did, I think fucking any director in Hollywood could have done. Really? I don't think he did anything special. Okay. He thinks he's Martin Scorsese. He thinks he's like this fucking super important guy. Calm down, hangover. Yeah, chill out. Fucking, oh my God, dude. (laughs) Calm the fuck down. (laughs) I think anyone else could have made it. I don't think he brought anything especially amazing as far as his camera work and stuff goes. Now, I don't know what he did behind the scenes. You know what I mean? True. I don't know how True. he I runs the set. I thought the cinematography was pretty, pretty stellar. I don't know how he runs a set, so maybe the movie wouldn't have turned out as well if he wasn't there running the show. So maybe he did bring a lot of it that way. But as far as like the camera movements and how things were set up and shit like that and all the technical ways the director worked, I don't think he did anything fucking special. It was point the camera at Joaquin Phoenix after it moves slow for a couple seconds and let him do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> that's let what Joaquin we're do. be Joaquin, baby. Yeah, that's what we're going to do here. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool to see in that respect that like the highest grossing R-rated movies of all time, the top three are three comic book movies. I love it, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. And I it, mean, I give Deadpool. It further proves that you can keep making these hard R comic book movies and motherfuckers will watch them. Yep. Which sucks that Marvel probably won't ever do it anymore, but DC's got well, a long they, line Marvel of things. Deadpool. They already confirmed well, again. They yeah, had to come out Deadpool, again and say Deadpool is well, that. That'll be the last. Deadpool and maybe X-Force. They're not doing anything else like that. No, nah, dude. We're getting some more shit. We're getting some more shit. We're I getting so. rated R Avengers. <laughs> And just, but they're going to do it just so they beat the Joker's record of highest grossing oh, thing because dude, you know it that would. is a Disney movie. It would gross more in opening weekend. Rated R. Dude, they'd be like, the what are we watching? Yeah. Scarlett Johansson's like, let's go fuck shit so up. Joker's what? At, You're alive? What, it's, at, it's at 800 something million, right? 859? So this movie's probably going to gross a bill. The maybe, first R maybe. movie ever grossed a billion, I think. Well, it's the highest grossing movie ever. Or rated R yeah. movie, so yeah. So it's, that's yeah. crazy, dude. That's crazy. I wonder. I I would. Did an opening record beat uh, Deadpool? Because Deadpool two no, beat I don't think Deadpool so. one, but it didn't beat the highest. Overall. I don't think the high, I don't think it had the highest already opening. Okay, ever. so Deadpool. Still, I think Deadpool, Deadpool two still holds that. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I could Deadpool be wrong. I could be wrong. Beat Deadpool one for the opening, but yeah, not but, overall. But overall, overall, but Deadpool it, still. It finished a second, so now it's three. Yeah. So one, two, and three. <laughs> Joker, Deadpool, Deadpool uh, two. I mean, I give Deadpool eight point five nine. I give Deadpool two a nine point five. I fucking damn. You love that much? I was in love with that movie. Dude. I think you them both an eight because of how Ryan Reynolds captured it. The comedy was top notch. Brolin was terrible as Cable though. Yeah, stopped you in your tracks, didn't I? We're going to skip that. Cable <laughs> was amazing. Zaza Be- Zazie Beats was divine, I as mean, always. she was there, I guess. <laughs> she was better in that than she was in The Joker. I said it because she's barely in The Joker. Uh- <laughs> she was good in The Joker, too. No, she was. No, Zazie it's was a completely good in- different character. She was though, great yeah. in Deadpool. And you're gonna, you are not about to mention all these people. Okay. And t- not mention the most important character in both those movies. Uh, Kikio? I agree. No, because she's not in the first one. Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, 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 I liked her too. I liked her way more in the second one than I did the oh, first Brianna one. Hildebrand, dude, first one was, I was like, I mentioned that in the first one. I was like, man, she's just too brooding, too loud. But she, she, that fits That's so much point, better though. because I know it, it exactly. It works so much better in the second one because then she gets a girlfriend. Like, oh, she's being nice, and Deadpool just loves it. Dude, I, like, love I love you, Kikyo. Every love time you, he sees him, <laughs> hey, Kikyo. Yeah. And Negasonic's just stop fucking oh talking. God, yeah, you know, you know, Cable's gonna kill you, right? He's like, well, don't tell him. No, yeah, Brolin's Cable is perfect. Perfect casting. Perfect. Also, uh, little it was kid, one of those times where when pocket they had, wallet or uh, prison wallet, right? <laughs> it was one of those times where they when they announced the casting, I was like, oh fuck yeah, duh. And then he got beef for it, dude. Then he's like, hold up, hold my beer. I'm gonna go be. I'm gonna be Thanos as well. <laughs> oh my god, dude, <laughs> Thanos. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh man, his Thanos was was pretty uh, decent. And I saw something in film club the other day. What's that? I was just like, oh, it breaks my heart. Apparently, you're not allowed to think that you have no taste if you if you think that Thanos is the best villain put on screen. If we're talking pure villain for villain's sake, I don't think there's an argument for anyone except for maybe Vader because of how iconic he is. But Thanos is a, a better, more fleshed out Javier character. Javier Bardem? No Country for Old Men? I, he's not a pure villain. I, like, I think he's in my top five. He's got morale. He's got morals. I know, but he's still a villain. I mean, Thanos has weird morals too. Yeah. But Javier Bardem's character is doing a job. 
That's true. That's true. He's not out there doing this because like something drives him to want to have to do it. Like, what about, he's not uh, for villainous and then, means. And then you have people saying like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Uh, he's crazy villain. That's good. But that's just. I mean, I, but that's just no. That's that's if belittling people villains, that like Marvel stuff and to think that he didn't give a a, a plus performance. I mean, he absolutely did. But that I want to. No I do want to clarify what we're going to have about him. Okay. If I would have say like greatest villains ever, I would list him as well. But I don't consider him a pure villain. Like he's the antagonist of the story. So mm-hmm. if that's all you mean by villain, any story that they're in, as long as they are the antagonist, then yeah, sure. But he's not a pure villain. He's a guy doing a fucking job. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing a nefarious job for nefarious reasons. He's but he, and he's got a really fucking weird moral code, yes. and he does kill when he doesn't seemingly have to. Yeah, even Heads though he tails. thinks he does. Choose right, it. he lets it fate decide. But he's an antagonist, not a pure villain. Thanos is a pure villain. Mm-hmm. Jack Torrance from The Shining. Wait, is it Jack Torrance? I don't remember. His last Whatever. Name. From The Shining, pure villain. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a pure villain. Mm-hmm. Joker, pure villain. Like, mm-hmm. there are pure villain characters that do villain shit because they have to do villain shit. I just think it's like, to Vader, belittle that, though, it's like, to think that he's not... To belittle it, you're just, a moron. Like, come on. I, I just don't get it. I don't That get performance it. is absolutely fantastic, yeah. dude. And not only is... And it's a character that's been brought through most of these, like, just trickled in, trickled yeah, in, then is a star of an entire movie, yeah. and then has a nice little, like, ha, fuck you moment at the end. Like, they say that to him, basically. Like, ha, they be- they, they beheaded the original Thanos. Yeah, right. Then past Thanos still Most gets spoilers. Okay, if you, have, <laughs> if you haven't seen Endgame by this point, the highest grossing movie of all motherfucking time, it's probably still in theaters in some states. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they're still staying like, we're not dollar ending theaters that are still showing it. Yeah. They're like, I'm still showing it till Marvel's dead. <laughs> that one theater pushes, just keeps pushing them gradually. They change their name to Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys show here? Just Endgame. All day. Extended, fit- extended cut, got another 30 on it. It's an Endgame. We can fit three showings a day in. <laughs> Three theaters, three showings. Come and watch. Woo. We'll also have director's commentary, but not by the directors, by us that work here, because we know everything about this film. Every time I hear you talk about Film Club, I don't miss it. I, well, I'm less and less upset moment, I, there, that I, was, I like a whole. <laughs> I, I like, was kicked out. Yeah, there was a group of people I like, you know. But I mean, but when they start, like God, especially recently with the cold comments of fucking Martin Scorsese and all that, like it is just like, and then Joker doing so well, like against Marvel, and just like. How consistent is just like fuck Marvel movies? Well, it's because Marvel is popular. Now. See, these guys said this. Oh, it is that. That's all, all it is. is. That's all it is. When you're popular, you bring hate. Of course, it's like oh, ha, ha fluff. Hate. This is garbage. Can't wait till they're all dead. Why do you think people... I don't comment on any of these things? Because I'm like, well, they're just baiting. You're just baiting. Like, like I saw one today too, and this had nothing to do with this. I just think we need to get past the norm of like. What's a film and what's a movie? They're all the fucking same. Do you you're watch just it on pre- the screen? You're just pretentious as shit when you yeah, say dude. you're watching. Oh, I watch cinema. I don't watch these movies. Oh, you're yeah. watching the same fucking shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go Freddie Prince Jr. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is information, not affirmation. Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't know. Like, to be that pretentious is unreal. Like, blows me away. No, yeah. It kills me. It kills me, bro. Like, you can watch the most artsy film and still watch uh, what you would consider a bad film, Marvel movie, and be like, oh, they're both art. I don't know how you can Duh. like, yeah. Did you hear Martin Scorsese? It's just a story that you don't care about. He, how can you hate something you hear and not him, see a single movie? Did you hear him walk it back? What did he say? Just like yesterday day before, he is now saying that Marvel, Marvel movies and superhero movies are a new, different form of cinema. He got so much backlash I I'd never, over his comments yeah. with, from just within the industry itself. Oh. Of people being like, what? <laughs> dude, you cannot say that and then mention Marvel and not expect people in the industry to be like, dude, you're old. Shut the fuck up. Look Man. at all the people that are involved in Marvel. All the actors, the Scorsese directors, break them the writers, the producers. You think all those people want to sit on and listen to Martin Scorsese tell them that what they're doing isn't real, isn't art, yeah. isn't, isn't cinema? Mm-hmm. No. That's a ton of people that are going to be like, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. 
you never watched them, you never worked on them, you have no clue what you're talking about. So yeah, he's like walked it back now and like amended his statement and said that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, hmm. Hey, I'm just saying a good film will sell, right? Let's see how the Irishman does in the theaters. Yeah, I wonder how much sound's made. Yeah. And I Which love I love. That's that my movie. top five Scorsese movie. Someone said that, that movie made that. nothing. Some people were saying some Scorsese films, and I had Silence as my number five. Oh, which nice. is funny that the person said that because it was the last thing I listed. I didn't even make a comment about it. Uh, but he's like, you lost me at silence. I was like, well. It's was not- like, you lost me when you said Marvel was bad. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, uh, I wanted, I didn't react until the end. I was like, well, that was the last thing I said, but thank you. <laughs> I didn't say, like, it was the, my la- all I did was top five. And he's like, you lost me at silence. I was like, man, I'm sorry you didn't like that masterpiece. Like, yeah, it's 10 Thanks out for of 10. replying to the last word of my sentence. Yeah, I was like, it was a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. That movie's phenomenal. Acting, directing, story. I don't know like, that far, but a, I love it. Its story was, it's not something I'm interested in. Like, the story is terrible. The way it's told is brilliant. And it's a slow burn, like a son of a bitch. But yeah, it's a good but it's slow, a slow burn. It's a slow burn with some amazing performances. In a top notch cinematography. Andrew uh, Garfield and Adam Driver just carrying the yeah. fucking hell of that. But I was movie. like, oh man, that's, you know that sucks. He's like, oh, I thought it was awful. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm being cordial. And then he like keeps laughing my emojis. I was like, man, I'm just trying to be civil. Why are you being like this? He's like, I actually didn't mean to do a laugh one last time. I was like, oh, okay, it's all good. <laughs> but he was just trying to laugh like like that's how just you trying to be an asshole. You just know you're like, ha, this guy's no taste. Right. Just pretentious. Like, this is the guy that praises Marvel movie, but is over here calling silence a ten out of ten. My range is deep, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm arguing with you that Marvel movies are cinema. And you yeah. guys my favorite Scorsese movies, and I list yeah. easily like, the yeah. the most like quote unquote cinema film Scorsese's probably ever made. Yeah. is Silence. Yeah, like that movie it's was be- art for it's art. Because sake. I'm not saying what everyone wants to hear. Good uh, Raging Bull. Good Fellows. Taxi, Taxi Driver. Driver. Exactly. Mine's Aviator. Kings of Com. King of Comedy. Uh, I thought you were about to finish Kings up with comedy. Kings of Comedy. Like, bro, Marnie directed. Bernie. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, the King of Comedy. Uh, that is your number two? Dude, yeah, I love that You loved it that Donero, much? I love Donero, it. Donero is really it's my number. Three's Wolf. Four's, oh, God, Wolf is terrible, dude. Four, Shutter Island. I actually just brushed past that shit. <laughs> like, four, we'll just keep going. Yeah, I'm just going to keep. Four, I love Shutter, Shutter Island. Island I love five, it. Silence. I just thought because of how well it was that he adapted that book. Oh, my God. You're reading the book. You're Shutter? literally seeing the movie. Yeah. Did you read the book? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nick, uh, uh, wow, Rob. Forgot Robert's name for a second. Did you Rob read it before after the movie? After. Really? Mm. And it matches that And I'm well? like reading it and I'm seeing every like vision in my head. I'm like, holy so shit. So spoilers Scores for this real quick. You have a question. Yeah. Is the book have a concise ending or does it also leave it open? Open. Nice. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Because you know me and how I am and I'm all about lists and stuff like that. I'm, I'm obsessed with making lists for shit. Yeah. You listed your score says I got to do mine too real quick. You, you've gotten me better just about so that. We, I don't make enough, but you've gotten me better Just so we can that. do it. I got to list my, of course. my score says So my top five is okay. going to be very similar to the idiots that you were talking about. Uh, no, but there's nothing wrong with it. But for different wrong, reasons. Right? For different reasons. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm a lover of, of, of movies and of film, right? And have mm-hmm. been like my whole life. So yes. like, I, I do have a, a small tinge of pretentiousness sometimes to my opinions, and I fucking hate that. And I try really, really hard to be mindful of that and be like, okay. why do you think that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I try to I battle against that, right? Because I fell into that, that, that grouping and that whole of those people for a number of years and had to dig myself out. Original like, OB. Why do I, I get feel you? like this? Yeah, the original Oscar. But I was like, why am I liking this? Like, are you kidding me? Anyways, so my favorite Scorsese movie fucking ever is Raging Bull. I think it has the greatest cinematography I've ever seen in my entire life. And that plays a big part in why I love that movie so much. It's just so beautiful to look mm-hmm. at. You've seen Raging Bull, right? I still have you not? Dude. I have, Bro, I have the DVD. So I don't know good. why. I literally don't know why. Especially my love of Scorsese. Like I'm right now. I'm already getting called it's, the fool. It's black and white. Because like so this guy's like, like favorite, second favorite director, and he hasn't even seen Raging. I know that, but that's why the age and it's boxing. But you keep telling me it's not a, like it's, a fight. It's not a boxing movie. movie yeah. dude. It's a movie about a boxer. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. I'm already. Study. I'm not interested. I'm a huge sports fan. I just don't like sports related fucking shit. 
Really? That's weird. I am so I like it's boring, boring, dude. But I don't like boxing. I've yeah. never been a huge boxing. Never fan. been a boxing fan. But anyways, that's that's my number one. I think it's a masterpiece. I think my it's the only one I haven't seen of his. Which is funny enough. My number two is, is King of Comedy. Okay. Nice. Also that's your number two. A I thought you said back to back Robert De Niro performances. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number three is probably Taxi Driver. Right? No, God, it's not on top five. Oh. I can start with like a seven. Wow. Yeah, it's good, but yeah. It's a Gennaro thing. I fail to see yeah. everything that people that s- people about, say yeah. about it, man. Like, I, I just know. didn't appreciate that uh, Harvey Keitel was raping a fourteen-year-old woman. That was always real weird to me. Oh, She's I'm fourteen. I'm wrong. Movie. My number one's The Departed. I'm an idiot. Oh yeah. The Departed's my number one, and th- yeah, and yeah, no. For, that uh, always Jody Foster like, at fourteen. Yeah. Dude, fucking nuts. That's weird. And his character too is obsessed with her. Yeah. The character. Oh, they have it's like crazy. a sexual scene. Yeah, like, fucking nuts. She's fourteen. The Departed's my number one, and then Raging Bull, and then then The King of Comedy. The King of Comedy, and then. I almost said The Revenant because I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're thinking of Leo. What is it? Come on, man. Hit me with it. Hold on, dude. I'm I'm like, I'm fat. Pull up your list. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up that list, man. I don't, I don't have like a list of Scorsese movies, but I do. Oh, I thought you I had to just look oh, at the filmography real quick yeah. because now I'm blanking on movies that Scorsese has Goodfellas? That's not in your top five? Maybe. It's not The Aviator, obviously. That's You didn't love it as much as I did. I love The Aviator. No. I think The Aviator is amazing. That's a top five film for me, man. She's dope. Fucking producer, get the fuck. Why did they list that first? That's not his main job. Shit's aggravating. He's actually gonna watch that with Tommy. What aviator? Uh, the aviator. He hasn't it's seen so it. So good. Dude. I know. I was like, dude, Scorsese, Leo, Catherine. Oh, all right. Called Kate. She plays Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> Marty Scorty. Martin Scorty. No, it's oh name. the the color of money. Okay, would be my number four. Okay, movie's brilliant, brilliant. Okay, and then uh, probably Goodfellas. Yeah, I, I, I thought- actually no, The Wolf of Wall Street. Really? Nice, yeah, boy. Before I number five. That's just so, that was such a fun film. Man, I don't even, damn, I don't even know. Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, The Aviator, and Silence can all be interchangeable as number five, dude. They're all nine to nine point fives for me. They're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. They're amazing. I just hope. Like thinking about what, <laughs> just, I, just like thinking about that. It's, oh my God. I, what? Just that certain movies can't be cinema. Dude, I don't know. It fucking kills me, it dude. And me I away. used to like kind of ascribe to that, but in my defense, that would have been like 15, 16 years ago. When there weren't many movies that were coming out that people would say that about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we have your rom coms. We have these kid obviously. movies. We mm-hmm. have these rom coms, which obviously aren't trying to do anything like particularly special. special. They're, blow they're, away. they're just getting one little niche and trying to cash grab that money. And then you've got comedies, which for the most part aren't really concerned with being artistic. They're just trying to make you laugh, which isn't always the case. Like I still think some comedies, like Dumb and Dumber, I think is an incredibly artistic movie, and it's dumb as fuck. Yep. But the movie's I, genius. Walk Hard is. It's a parody of like a... See, I didn't like that movie, but I know yeah, what you're yeah, saying. I know what you're saying. It's a parody of all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It parodies it while still doing it mm-hmm. and like doing it well. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Shows the growth of a, of a young mu- musician that finds a talent at a very young age, even though he looks 35 and he's <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and, he, and he dates his 13-year-old girlfriend, Kristen Wiig. <laughs> Freaking crazy, dude. Oh, my God. That's my favorite comedy ever. But oh, like, it breaks my heart that you hate it. Nowadays, these... Uh, that's your favorite ever? Dude. Swingers. It never gets old. It never gets old. You've seen Swingers, right? I have. Yeah, you let me borrow it. Fucking love that movie. Six years ago, I think. Was it? No, mm-hmm. okay. It was, like nowadays, Vin, it was when Vince Vaughn was Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Like the he truest form himself. of Vince Vaughn. Yeah, he was written, that, mm-hmm. that character was written based him on him. and Jim, uh, John Favreau, right? Yeah, Favreau yeah. wrote, directed, and started in it. All the characters are based on the people that play them. Yeah. Because those are his friends. That's awesome. So Trent is just Vince Vaughn, like, amped up a bit. I'm really surprised we haven't seen uh, Vince Vaughn being a superhero movie then. John Favreau is big, good friends with him. Maybe he doesn't want to. Could be. Maybe it's like, yeah. too he's much. too busy doing movies like, like Cell Block, it's like, whatever. It's like too rigorous, probably. True. Probably like, I don't want to get there and do that shit. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. I'm sorry. I mean, you have what Jeff Goldblum did. Anybody can do that. True, true, true. <laughs> but not everyone is Jeff Goldblum that's going to get that opportunity. That's true. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? True. Oh, man. 
But yeah, nowadays we have the, the, the whole superhero craze, all these movies and shit. So there's a much, much more of like a bigger and more prevalent argument of like mm-hmm. what really is cinema, right? Because back in the day it was like if it vied for awards and was made with those in mind, that's art. That's what we call cinema. That's not the case anymore. But and when it's it honestly, comes that down was, to that the was award, never the case. That was just the mindset of yeah, these people. But wasn't it? Doesn't that even also bring down that the awards are uh, they favoritism? Absolutely, dude. It's, it's like, so contest. that immediately negates your whole. This is art. You're 100%. choosing what's art. You yeah. can't. Uh, that's but that, in a way that is what it is. It's the eyes of the beholder. Like if yeah. someone thinks that's art, that's art. That doesn't matter. Oh, that's like, true. That is art. If it was yeah. created in someone, if, it, if it's created, it was art. But being subjective isn't allowed anymore. So. Yeah, it's information, not affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to have opinions. I want a T-shirt that says that. I want his yeah. Freddie Prince Jr.'s face on the front, and on the back says information, not affirmation. <laughs> and it's just him flipping two birds. <laughs> Fuck you if you disagree. Fuck you. Not my words, his words. Oh, I love him. So to keep with the comic book stuff, Shriek is being rumored to be added to Venom 2. If you don't know who Shriek is, Shriek Hype is level. the symbiote girlfriend of carnage wife actually they don't have like a ceremony but they call each other husband and wife it's in premise similar to like a joker harley beginnings relationship except that carnage actually cares about shriek he's been defeated before because he's been made to believe that she was killed you know like so it's carnage like ruined him yeah carnage and shriek carnage like actually cares about her Mm. like he's a devious it's crazy. Maniacal, crazy One person, the, but he cares about Arguably Shriek. the most sadistic person in all the comic books. Right, yeah, and yeah, he actually has someone he yeah, loves. Yeah, well, that's where. And Naomi Harris, the amazing Oscar-nominated Naomi Harris, is Woot. rumored to be in Woot. talks to play Shriek. Like, I Let's mean, fucking go. Come on. Naomi Harris, next to Woody Harrelson, as those two characters with just tearing up Hardy. the scenery. With the dash of Tom Hardy. With Tom Hardy in there, I'm and down. Andy Serkis directing. Andy behind the oh camera. Mo-cap on deck. Let's this is shaping up to be very, very good. Very excited. Very, very excited. Yeah. And it had a, it had strong numbers, so regardless of how it oh, yeah. goes, if they if they made fix money. all of those little those little small like complaints, you know what I'm saying, brush up a little bit. On I the think tech- they've already done that. Yep. I think by replacing Ruben Fleischer as director with any circus, they're fixing a lot of those problems. Okay. I think Eddie just needs to be one concise Eddie. He doesn't need to be everywhere because he was everywhere. In that as film. I said, any while circus, I liked him, any circus will fix that. He was everywhere in that film. Any circus will fix that. I hope so. That's because the director straight up said they just let Tom do what the fuck he wanted. Well, Andy Circus needs to come in. Hey, man, I've played the greatest protagonist to ever touch the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Oh my God! Then Tom Hardy's gonna be like, "What the fuck? You're not Daisy Ridley." <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck? That's yeah. not art. Eat it, Steven. He's like, "What the fuck? That's not cinema." <laughs> You're like, "What, Mary Sue?" <laughs> fuck apes. What? Obi Wan. Hmm. We know Obi Wan is coming. It's a TV show. Okay. It's getting six episodes. Oh. It is being based in between Sith and. Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, which it couldn't be any other time. <laughs> it's gonna be is like early days. It seems like on Tatooine. Ian McGregor has... That's a lot of time. Ian McGregor has known for fucking four years he's playing this role. He just said that the other day. He's, he's had to be li- He's years. had to lie to everyone for four years. He's known for four years they're doing a show and he's playing this Haven't role. Haven't they asked him, like, wouldn't you want to do this? And he's like, oh, man, A bunch of times. And he's wow. like, oh, yeah, I've always been down to play Obi. But he's known for four years. Whoa, he's playing Obi-Wan. Oh, dude. So he's already nailed this character yep. in his head and he's already practiced Obi-Wan. I bet his wife hates him. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's always walking around the house in the robe. <laughs> he's the force. You can't just disappear... I mean, I wasn't in. I wasn't in that movie, babe. That was the New Hope. Have you seen the videos of the of like people doing that to their cats and their dogs? Like to hold the blanket up by the door and they drop it and they're gone. Yeah, he's been doing that the robes with his wife in the house all the time. He's gone. She's like, babe, you weren't in a New Hope, <laughs> but it's still me. Speaking of that, so he just said the I read yesterday that he um he was talking about like you know making the show and shit and how relieved he was that people know he's like fuck I can finally talk about this it's been excruciating. But he said, you know, I feel like uh, he's like, I've always wanted to play Obi-Wan again and bring my version of Obi-Wan more in line with 
Alec Guinness's original oh, traditional portrayal. Dude. He's like, and I'm a little older and a little grayer now. I look a little more the part now. And I think I have a better ability now to bring that more in line, to make them more of one. And I was like, oh my God, he's saying all the right things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you and you're amazing. <laughs> oh, man, Ian. Dude, Woo! God, yes. I will, like, it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, period. Yep, and Even though this is something like I... Yeah, and biased, for sure. And this, mm-hmm. and this is something like I never wanted. Like, it was up to me. I'm like, no, let's do something else. Like, whatever. But I'll watch it. Uh, no. Same thing for Mandalorian, too. I'm like, no, let's do something different. But after that trailer, I was like, I'm glad they're doing exactly. that. Exactly. Obi-Wan, obviously, I'm, I've been through the roof because I just oh, want sure. that. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, but Mandalorian, I'll I'll check it out. I mean, it could, because it looks you good. You know, it's not I about Boba Fett, right? Thank God. I it's, don't give a fuck The Mandalorians are like a race of people. Okay. It's about a Mandalorian person, which is oh, what... Oh, so he's not even Boba Fett? Boba Fett's dad, Jango Fett, is yes. a Mandalorian. He's, yeah. Boba's a clone. Boba's a clone. All Jango's of them are clones. The original. Jango's well, you see the original. young Boba, did you not? Was the child in the... Yeah, ma- yeah, was ma- that not Boba? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. But it's just about a Mandalorian, a bounty hunter. Okay. So it's not actually I, it's like not, I don't think it's actually about Boba. thank God. Yeah. Uh, and we, still drew inspiration and from that IG-88 is in that mug, who was like one of the most vicious bounty hunters there ever was. Okay. And he's this like crazy looking robot. Uh, android. Wasn't it, a big, wasn't it a big name voice? He's in Empire. Who voices no, him? No, Takawai TT voices someone else and people uh, were thinking he voiced him, but he doesn't. See, I'm excited about that shit. So, Overwatch. <laughs> we gotta talk about Overwatch real quick here. Overwatch Season 2, or not Season 2, Overwatch 2, which the developers themselves were actually calling Chapter 2. Really? Not just two. I'm a little murky on whether or not, Lil J murky, mm. on whether or not this Splash is Wilder. actually going to be a sequel disc. Like, is it actually like Halo 2, like an actual new game? Or is this like this huge digital add-on? I don't know. I can't, I legit have looked we'll have, for that information and I can't fucking well, find it. Well, they're going to be discussing it at BlizzCon, BlizzCon so yeah. I'm assuming they're going to keep that under wraps for a little while. Uh, well, Overwatch was supposed to be an MMO. That was its... Uh, yeah, originally, yeah. So they're going to try to probably, probably focus on the PvE aspect. So it could be an add-on. I just hope it's actually a fun... Something more to a uh, RPG element of building with your friends, if that's the case. If it's still multiplayer. Like, if you still have only six in your team, but you're fighting, like, areas of stuff, not just waves of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you're going you're like through actually section moving through to levels section and, and, and like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got this gun and this gun. But that would mean that your characters don't have specific weapons like they would in Overwatch. They do, do, but they also get abilities and stuff. Hold on. Let me find this article. Oh, they already had a little bit of detail? A little bit of detail has already been released, and it is Vernos. Really? I I just want those RPG elements if it is going to be a PvE focus. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that kind of stuff, too. Loot and shoot. What I'm hoping is if this is like an actual like sequel, like it's Overwatch 2, that it is entirely a PvE game. Mm -hmm. And Overwatch is the PvP. Because I'm just so blown away because like how big Overwatch is now and with this whole esports stuff, like how could they just make another one and like replace all that? Like, yeah, right. (laughs) Like, Like, how do you even do that? What are these kids getting their salary all of a sudden? Boom, like they're gone. Sorry, you're screwed. (laughs) Overwatch is dead now. We moved on to Overwatch 2. That's what fucking Halo did to everybody. Yeah, kind of. ML- the MOGs are big, but then they're like, oh, well, we got another Halo. You can be MOG at that. But it's not the same because you changed this, this, and this, and we're not the same fighters. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, yeah. So, Overwatch 2. It is being rumored that it's actually probably going to be called something like Overwatch Chapter 2. Okay. Or, like, some iteration of that. So, the original article that I read is, and it's only, like, two paragraphs, Blizzard, Blizzard will reveal new details about the next iteration of Overwatch at BlizzCon next week. Overwatch 2, quotes, will feature a new logo for the franchise, new game modes, maps, heroes, PvE features, and seemingly revised hero abilities for that PvE experience. Now, the way that reads, reads as it is, the second game. Definitely. Yep. That's what that reads to me. But it, they don't say that. 
Hero talents and in-game items also appear to be coming to Overwatch 2's PvE mode, which according to the ESPN's report, will feature at least one mission. I don't know why. One. Yeah. <laughs> according to it's images not. obtained by an Overwatch YouTuber, Stylosa, this appears to mean that instead of the two to four primary skills, each character will have some sort of progression system that unlocks additional abilities the more they level up, um. with players able to select an unspecified number of talents. And there's a screenshot of Tracer. And it says, Tracer, Overwatch, two talents, Flash, Vortex, Hindsight, Chain Reaction, Adaptive Reload, Speed Kills. Holy fucking hell. Wow. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. The PvE mission will be a four-player, story-based sequence set in Rio de Janeiro. Nice. Overwatch 2 will also debut a new game mode called Push, which will be set in a new map in Toronto, Canada. Both the new PvE mission and the new push mode are expected to be playable at BlizzCon on November man, 1st. I bet push is exactly what they fucking did in Team Fortress 2, man. There's only one thing to push, but whoever controls it pushes it. So it's like a payload going both yep, directions. Maybe. Oh, man. That's, they're just like, hey, Team Fortress, we're going to take your whole idea and make it better. It's also rumored that a 30-second hero will be debuting in that, which, again, leads me to believe this For is Overwatch an actual... Overwatch in Overwatch 2. Okay. Which, mean, which leads me to believe this is an actual second game. So you think they're going to bring all those heroes, boom, and then just keep adding more? Yep. Fuck me, dude. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how they do that. Like, are they just going to rescan? Or they the just... only thing I don't like about that is losing all the progress I've made on the first one as far as character skins and guns and all mm-hmm. that stuff go. I don't like that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. They need to have something. Especially that, the amount of money I've dropped. They need to have something <laughs> that registers at the very least your golden guns. Okay. Like tied to your gamer tag or your your uh, your name or whatever it is on whatever platform you play on. That will immediately have them unlocked on Overwatch 2. It'd be amazing if you could do a transfer of your stuff, man. God, The so skins good. I wouldn't see happening because it's going to probably be all different stuff. Probably. It'll be nothing. It'll be all new stuff. But the golden, golden gun guns, needs to yeah. stay. Yeah. Or at least be extremely reduced in price, like cost 200 or something. So you just have to play like enough enough that you play one season and you get it. I don't mind the price of it. It's just they need to have the, a better end because it wasn't that hard getting golden guns when they had the uh, original payouts. Like you're right, making yes. like, mm-hmm. like diamond, you're making what, 1,200? You already mm-hmm. almost have half of what, yeah, you, what need. you need. Yeah, what you need. So if you play at least a hundred games plus that, you're, you're getting a golden, golden gun. gun that yeah, season. Exactly. Yeah. You're getting but a golden gun that you, season. You can't do that now. Nope. Yeah. You have to play they a lot more. Yeah, yeah. They give you they give you a better output on wins, but like fifteen compared to five. Like you get ten extra points. Yeah. But I lose seven hundred points mm-hmm. when I win the finish of the season. That's stupid. Yeah, very dumb. I don't like that at all. So yeah, that's uh that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. I've fallen off so hard on my Overwatch playing. Oh, dude, so I'm really hoping me. Overwatch 2 can like revitalize that. You're telling me, dude. Yeah. I mean, I played it, what, minimum three times in a week for two years. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were times I played it seven days a week. I was right there with you, not for that yeah. amount of time. Not for three years, or two years. I mean, it was two. Like, I played years, for that, then the third year, I was still on and off more than what most people would How's do. How long has it been? Like four years now? This is now. This is going on the fourth year? No. Yeah, yeah, so I've been playing about half that time. Okay. About two, two and a half years. But you've been playing like the whole Going time. on. It's, we're at the three-year mark. Yeah, so it, the th- once the two-year mark anniversary happened, that's when I started going off. Yeah. So we're past the, we're about three and like four months or something. Okay. Came out May 24th. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm maybe at about two years. Mm-hmm. But you're like the whole time on this. Oh man! Yeah. I, I mean, from the jump, I was playing. You got it from beta. jump on. Xbox? I played beta oh, okay, and then nice. I played yeah, bought okay. it day of before I went to Momocon. Oh nice, yeah, nice! Same same weekend as Momocon. Huh. It's a good weekend. And of course, they already had PCs and shit set up there playing it. People oh, right. playing it. Yeah, of nice. course. that's cool. Hell yeah! See, I'm, I'm I'm curious about that. I'm excited. I think it could be it could be cool. Even though Blizzard's we'll kind of yeah, they're not sketchy company. Not a good. They're company not anymore. very. Uh, Free Hong Kong. <laughs> They're not very well received in the public eye right now. Which now as me they saying that. As they shouldn't be. China will never be able to play this podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Or maybe one person from China. You hear they banned uh, fucking South Park? Oh, of course. Did you not see the episode? <laughs> no, but They literally said, it. fuck the Chinese government. That's hilarious. Yeah. And they just... They, and then they doubled down. They made another episode about it. And then they had the uh, the whole episode was he killed Winnie the Pooh. Who, Cartman? No, Randy. Oh, he okay. kills Winnie the Pooh. 
because he's not allowed in China. Winnie the Pooh's banned in China, if you didn't know that. Because they made comparisons what? to the president looking like Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Wow. Yep. So he, of wow. course, banned that. Lose some weight, bro. Yeah. But they kept making fun of the whole, like, oh, they take they harvest organs from people. That's real. Uh, <laughs> That's real. They're like, why? You, China's only buying your weed because they're going to plant it on protesters. That's real. <laughs> wow. Like, weed's not allowed there. You can't do that. So, like, how would anyone get buck weed? Well, I mean, people find ways. You know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah, it's not yeah. hard. It's yeah, not it's like not it's hard. a huge thing, yeah. I think. It's not hard to get weed. That's you crazy. can literally have seeds sent to you now in an illegal state. Yeah, I don't know this true. personally, <laughs> but I'm just saying I know some people that I know a that. guy. Yeah, I know a guy. Oh, man. Man uh, alive. Man, a lot of news. Yeah. Quite a bit, dude. Quite a good. Bit. As I was writing it too, I was like, maybe it needs some more. I was like, no, I think that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we usually only have like two or three things. It's a pretty popular week, pretty popular we'll couple of weeks, and we've had some off times, you know, schedules not lining up, sickness, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Almost happened today, but luckily I don't have to fix my car until later in the day. Yeet, so. boy. That was nice. That was nice. So let's uh, jump into, oh, real quick. We're not going to spend much time on all of this, but Josh and I both saw Maleficent. Mistress of Evil, yes, which we both loved. Absolutely. We're also both really big fans of the first one. Mm-hmm. We are both probably me more so, but we're both big fans of Angelina Jolie. Of course, definitely you more so, yeah. but I love Angelina Jolie. Yeah, no. I mean, she's like I my second yeah. favorite actress. So yeah, probably more me. There's never been a time yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see that because she's in it. Like, no, I see. Well, it for me, I see her name it. and I'm like, oh, I'm watching that movie. Yeah, the, right. Yeah, so, yep. you know what I mean. Exactly, yep. So yeah, I really liked it. Uh, this movie was what Todd Phillips told Walking Phoenix about the Joker. <laughs> this movie was like the creative team got together and like, all right, guys, fucking get in here. Get together. We're going to make this really deep lore in this nuts fucking movie and disguise it as this kiddie Disney film. Are you ready for this? Let's and they fucking it. did. Yeah. But there's still times it, where it's I actually very f- much a, a, a uh, Disney yes, kids film yes. where there's like the certain opening, little, the certain opening, little plot, well, that, but certain little plot points are like, oh, this is fucking matter. It's a kid's movie. And then just move on past. <laughs> it's like, wait, we're not going to explain. Okay, let's just keep going. It's, it'll make sense later. Yeah. Maybe. maybe <laughs> She's we just, a bird. Maybe we just won't talk about it again. I don't know. Uh, but man, actually, the, yeah. the lore they expand on this movie it's freaking dope, yes, dude. dude. I want like a TV show about Dark those face, people. man. I want to I want a Dark Face TV show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All the lore in the world building was so cool oh, so good uh, another reason another movie and I love it that they make you hate the humans yeah fuck humans <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I actually felt like this wasn't as dark as the first one even no, though it had it darker kind of moments yeah. but it felt a little more light it did because it's also like spoilers bringing light more light into Ma- Maleficent the character that's true it is no longer that's why people was like shouldn't a mistress of evil been the first name then Right, like, no, she's still viewed as this whole mistress of evil, yeah. but she's growing past that. Yeah. She's now has a she's goddaughter. Trying to, trying to evolve. Yeah, exactly. She got. She has a daughter. Yeah. You know, by the end of it, she's like, boom, you're my mother. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. you're not. You're you're more than just a godmother. Beast mode, dude. Guardian, yes, dude. It was beast. Uh, she's amazing. She also had to tell the. Uh, I assume it was her idea. Maybe they asked her, They're like, "Hey, Angelina oh, Jolie, yeah. I know you're like, what is the forty-seven? Is uh, she that old now? I think. Yep. Dang. She's like, you're like forty-seven, but uh, do you still got it? And she's like, I'm Angelina Jolie. I still look good. I think Angelina Jolie like showed up while they were writing the script, and she was like, "Hey guys, don't forget that even though I'm 47, I still got it. Just make sure they know <laughs> Just that. Just say make like, sure you they don't know have that. to be too revealing, but you can still show that the I have reason a very we, slender body. <laughs> the reason we say this is because there is an entire sequence in this movie that is a large chunk of the film, yep. where she is like meeting the Dark Fae. And while she's meeting them, she's not wearing her usual Maleficent attire. Mm-hmm. It's very skimpy for a Disney movie. For what it, they were it's, doing. For like a Disney yeah, movie, it's what very they skimpy. Were doing it's not like she's out there in a bathing suit. No, she's not. But Every time she walks, this li- the little bottom piece she's wearing, her legs are showing out from it, mm-hmm. and like you can see her midriff mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we get it, Angie. You're still hot. You're still good looking. We get it. We You're get still it. very attractive. Okay. We got it. <laughs> and it was like, it. Don't, don't forget, guys, I'm still attractive. Don't, don't forget, I may be older, but I'm still good looking. 
You came to saw this. You came to see this movie. My name is on the marquee. Don't forget who I be. <laughs> Don't forget it. Angelina Jolie, son. Yeah, but she was great. Ellie Fanning did better Fanning in this one than the second. Than I think the she first did one. way better. She wasn't bad in the first no. one, but it's just like her on screen with Jolie. It's like you are out of your fucking element. <laughs> yeah, because she. <laughs> and this movie, it. she really rose, rose uh, the bar. I still didn't. I don't think they had enough Maleficent. Oh, weirdly you enough, you can never have an honestly, dude. In both movies, yeah, are titled Maleficent, and I think she's the supporting character yeah, in both, both movies. movies. <laughs> like straight up. Like even though this movie is much more about her than the first one was, yeah, it's still like. I, think I still think she's a supporting player. I think it's similar to something like Frozen, where Elsa's technically the lead, but but she's the supporting gets, character. Yeah, but her sister, her sister's the, the lead the character. Screen time that yeah. leads the story. Yeah. The movie is a the, like it's like weird, man. It's like the story is about Elsa, but Elsa's not really the lead. Yeah, which was this like the story is about Maleficent, yeah. but it's also about her daughter, yeah. and it's more so about harmony and union and bringing together a marriage. So it's more so about the daughter, exactly, like, and it's also think, showing the growth of Maleficent. For, so yeah, nice. very true. I think for me, the way I try to identify a lead character is, can that character be taken out of the story and the story remain largely the same? You cannot remove Elle Fanning from that movie and it the entire movie falls apart. Absolutely. There's no reason for any of it. You can remove Maleficent. It'd be weird. And replace it with any other fake creature. That's true. That's true. They you wouldn't be still, as powerful. You wouldn't would. have the dark fae, but the point probably still remains. I believe so. Yeah. The hate's still there. Mm-hmm. So to me, she's a supporting character. Okay. I can see that. Which is crazy because it's like, it's like movie. the movie can't yeah. be Maleficent anymore because Maleficent's not in the movie. Exactly. But you get yeah. what I'm saying, right? Thematically, like for the story, you can do that. Yeah, and a rather cheap title card. That was funny. No, dude. Oh, my God. A beautiful shot, beautiful scenery. It's all this amazing effects and this, this beautiful looking world. And then, and then it's like someone took a crayon and wrote Maleficent. <laughs> 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 like, what's going on here, guys? You use paint from 90s? They forgot to add it before the movie came out. They're <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, my we God. We don't do a title card. We forgot to do the title card. <laughs> It was crazy, dude. But yeah, I really liked it. If you like the first one, you like Disney movies at all, or you like Jolie, you should check it out, man. It's good. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. I really hope they make more. And of course, like every movie that, that comes lore. out nowadays, they always leave a way for there to be more. Yeah. So it's like this could end, but I don't want it. To. Yeah. This could be the end. They do it mm-hmm. in a way where it's like this could be done, just one sequel, but they also do it in a way that we can see this again. Yep. And I hope we see it again. I mean, they had Mordor in it. I it's making really good money right now, but it's considered uh, a flop. No, no, it's there. It's it's underwhelming to the studio. Okay. Because of how much the first one made. Yeah. The first one made so fucking much. Yeah. Like, this was never going to top that. I think it made like seven or eight, right? I think it made like $800 million. Yeah. Fuck ton of money. Mm-hmm. And I think this one's already at like almost four, which is good, but it's like the first one I drastically outperformed it. How poor Double Tap's doing. I, dude, That's speaking nice. of that, just Especially real quick, cast. the breakout character that everybody's saying in Double Tap Zoe Dutch. is our girl Zoe Dutch. Yes, dude. The director even said he would love to make a standalone zombie land film in that universe about her character. Oh my god, like where how she got to where yeah, she I was. Get, yeah, like oh, how she is that, who she is and shit. I'm like, oh my god, this let me have just, this. I know now. I need this movie now. Holy uh, shit. I, I haven't even seen Double Tap, but it's Zoe Dutch. Yeah. I'm automatically. I already on board. like every I love the first one. Love every performance I've ever seen of hers. Yep. And the first zombie land's great. So Emma Stone good. said too that she would love to do like more zombie land movies. Right. That she said maybe this kind before, of a spoiler. Right? I haven't seen the movie, right? So, like, her saying obviously means she doesn't die, but it's fucking Emma Stone's character. I doubt she's dying yeah, in this movie. Yeah. So she's like, you know, I'd love to do You have an Oscar winner. She's like, I'd love to, team, do, you know? to do one every 10 years because it's been 10 years since the first one. Mm-hmm. And the director was like, I'd love to do this every 10 years. Like, if another story comes to me and we can do another one, that would be great. Damn, 10 years from now. Yeah. That's crazy that the first weird. one came out 10 years ago. I, know, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah I it's been a long time. I mean, should have known because the youngest one, I was like, oh, she's Yeah, Abigail Breslin? Yeah, she's like fucking 19 now. Oh, you're not a child. That's crazy. But yeah, so everyone else looks largely the same. Woody looks a little aged, but they look largely the same. And he looks like two days older. Yeah. But she had the biggest like, oh, wow, you grew up. (laughs) Emma Stone looks a little older, 
it's supposed to be 10 years. So it's like, still. I wouldn't put those pictures together. And be like, right. Yep, that person's 10 years old. You're right. She does look different. She looks like she's holding an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> How about Al? She looks like she's unjustly won an Oscar. Yeah. Yes, sir. And she hurt, uh, sprained her wrist at a Spice Coast concert. Unjustly. Concert. Won an Oscar. Erroneously won. Don't be mad because Natty P was trash that year. I'll kill you. Trash. Uh, I think Emma 100% deserved that win. Just for the mannerisms it's in that just one scene. unfortunate <laughs> that she gave that performance in the year that Natalie Portman delivered the greatest performance ever put to screen. So it's like... You put that... Well, the greatest lead actor performance ever put to screen, okay. I think, in Jackie. Like that. She oh, my God. destroyed. Have you seen Jackie? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I didn't care dude. for the movie at all. Remember I, I told like you? the movie, but the movie like doesn't live up to the standard that she brought to the performance. Yeah. No, like, no, I think it's the a movie, great movie. Yeah, but Natalie Portman's like, but the performance world breaking. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. the performance was like definitely way better than what the movie was presented. It's like how they talk about Joker, which you couldn't really and change Venom. much about the movie. So it's like that's not oh yeah, it's the like a life story. Like, yeah. That story can't really be doctored um, to it. But the way it was made could have been changed. Like it's a very, very uniquely made mm-hmm. bio, bio, biographical story. It's bit not like a, anything bit of a slow else. burn too. It's not like anything else. It's very odd. Like Rocket Man, that was a very unique one. But see, I've told you when I, when I watched it, I actually almost I stopped it and was like, man, I don't know if I can do this voice. So I had to go back and look up and Kennedy. She's identical. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch the movie. Yeah, she's I was identical. like, that's her voice. I was like, why? <laughs> why did she choose to do this? That's what I was. I was like, God, that voice is awful. But and I went back and I was like, Jackie. oh, she actually sounds like that. Okay, just well, like that. Yeah, I did love how they intercut real footage. That's Jackie. The, that those, was so cool. That was the footage I found too. Was oh, really? Doing the, the old commercial stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, no, that's her voice. And then they then it starts the movie like that. And I was like. Oh wow! Like that helped me really that is well. Actually, her. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like that. It's pretty cool. How they say with Joker and with Venom, how like the director just like pressed play or pressed record on the camera and let the actors do what they wanted. Hundred percent. This seems like that's what they did in that movie. They're like, all right, you're Jackie Kennedy. Now it was like, I got oh. you. And they hit record, and she, they hit record, and she's like, oh shit, she is Jackie Kennedy. She was not playing around. Someone here gonna get shot? <laughs> Dude, that is one of the most Bruh. unsettling to hold your husband's like, head. Unsettling. Cool. Sequences I've ever seen and unexpectedly unsettling. Like you know it's coming. Yes, but you don't expect it to be to have that much yeah, gravity we're to it. That much like, emotion oh, to it. Shit, yeah, dude. we're getting the feels of when that she's, one. And then right after when she's standing in the fucking mirror, covered in her husband's blood, and everyone's talking to her and they're trying to like tell her stuff, and it's all like she's underwater. Basically she, white. I was noise, like, oh probably. my god, yeah. dude, it was crazy. She's oh. so good. Mm. She's okay. She made Emma look like a fucking bitch. She. <laughs> Emma was amazing. Dude. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Emma was amazing. She deserved that win. It's um, so unfortunate. And especially for that, me, that it's like, fuck, man, they both had to come time. out that year. Exactly. Oh, God. They're, go they're both time. winning performances. Emma was that movie. As amazing as all End is, I think it's a masterpiece, but like that movie doesn't exist without her performance. Oh, no. Ryan's great. Directing's great. Mm-hmm. Story's great. Music's amazing. But without Emma, with anybody else in that role, that movie fucking falls apart. Yep. It doesn't work. She, she was born to be in that movie. It's amazing. I want to see her do more musicals. Oh. Great, great voice. Oh, because of Black Swan? No, 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 Emma. Oh, Come Emma. On, I'm, 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 I'm talking about La La Land. Okay, I was, like, I was very confused for a moment. I'm saying La La Land, as amazing as that movie is, as great as it's directed in the text and Ryan Reynolds, without Emma, that oh, movie okay. fails. I thought you said Brian. Okay. No, without uh, Emma, yeah. that movie We're, falls I'm, apart. I'm on page now. You need Emma Stone. Absolutely. She's amazing. Youngest man. director to win ever. Best director. You do the Damien Chazelle. Like Bro, the dude made Whiplash fall the both. La La Land's like, oh, we get it. You're brilliant. Calm down. You're brilliant. You're brilliant. And it's funny because when Emma was asked to do this, Damien apparently went to a show uh, that she was singing at. Like she was doing some sort of like oh, a really? musical or some sort of play. Oh, okay. She was singing and she was sick and sounded bad. And like they were like, oh, you're perfect for that. And he's like, is, is he deaf? <laughs> <laughs> did, he, her, listen? did he hear me at all? <laughs> like she hates her voice, man. What she sing? That's crazy. I know. I she's thought, a I great she, singer. I, that's why she has, I I think she has a great voice. Yeah. She's no Ryan, but. <laughs> I, I think Ryan Reynolds can sing well. Oh, I mean, Ryan, Ryan Gosling's got a good band? voice. Tells, tell Dead Man Tales or. 
Dead Man's Bones. Dead Man's Bones. Yeah. I love that. I'm not. I'm not crazy about. I think they've music. only made one album. One album. But man, I fucking love I'm not, it. I don't like that kind of music really. I don't like put go out of my way to that put that on. Really weird about. shit. Yeah, I like. He it. puts it on. And I like. I like his thing. I think it's just City him and one of the person. I think it's just him and one of the person too. And the, the other person's like a singer under the band. That's they just cool. got together and made this. I right. think it could be wrong. Ryan's like, hey, you want to hang out sometime? He's like, hey, you want to? Ryan Gosling. You want to make an album? Guys, like, oh fucking, do you know who you are? Yeah, I want to make an album. Cool. Even though that was like a long time ago. They didn't like the mid thousands. So he wasn't as big. Notebook hadn't come out yet. True. Actually, no, the notebook was out. So people knew who okay. the fuck he was already. Okay. They're like, oh, that really fucking cute guy from the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> what? Then Drive comes out and like, oh, what happened to the guy from the notebook? Why is he killing everybody? Why is he killing? <laughs> what is this boring ass movie? I will slap you. I thought you liked it. No, I didn't like it. Oh, that. you're the one that doesn't like mm. it. Man, he's great in it. That is so boring. The only thing good about that was the car and the jacket. You don't think he was good? I mean, I from what I, I mean, I was just bored. Oh, that dude, movie. I love Nothing it, about that. Oh, Naomi. I love it. He just had all I remember is him having serious look, and they had some like Clint Eastwood vibes of him fucking oh, yeah. with the whole like light per- perfectly on his eyes mm-hmm. while he squints and grips the steering wheel. The man with no name. Yeah, dude. Yeah, fucking damn, dude. That the only thing cool about that was the jacket in the fucking car. That movie is straight up just a decay. From the moment it starts, everything in that movie, including all the characters, decay from the beginning to the end. Mm. That's see, I, I need to see that so in place uh, Beyond the Pines again because I didn't like that either. Really? Oh, I love that movie. I, dude. Like I thought he was genius in it. I hate Bradley Cooper. I thought he was great. That was in that weird. Shit. That was a weird movie. It was great. It was, oh man, I love it. Was it. Weird. Was Ryan Blonde in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a motocross or dude. And Talos is in it. Does he? Yeah, he's the guy that Ryan is uh, friends with. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Wow. I can't remember the actor's name, but yeah, he's in it. Fucking awesome. Great actor. Hey, Talos. That's all we need. <laughs> Talos. Love that dude. Sam. Uh, he's Nick Fury. It is what it is. <laughs> Nick Fury. Spoilers. All right, so let's let's uh, get into the nitty gritty here. Yeah. House of X and mm. Powers of Ten mm. are fucking done. As everybody knows, they've been done for like two weeks now. We've already got X Men One is already out, Marauders is already out, and then this week we get Excalibur One. Can't wait to read that. But holy shit, the way this ended. Wait, Excalibur's this week? Yeah, it's oh, this week. The way that this story ended, what Jonathan Hickman did, period, mm. is fucking unreal. I cannot believe just the scope. That he thought in to make this story. One would say, we love it. <laughs> dude, I definitely love it. It's fucking unreal, dude. I cannot... Oh, man. Oh, also, they just announced, I think coming in January, there's going to be like a four-issue mini that is dealing with Franklin. Oh, no. Uh, Steven told me about that, and he's going to write it, correct? I don't give a fuck. Why? Because I hate Franklin Richards, but I'm interested to see what Hickman does with him. And I'm interested That's to see, because Steven keeps thinking he's a child, but the Cyclops line in the first issue makes me think he's not a child. I think he's a teenager. Okay. The cover for it looks like he's probably so 12, you think 13. This, oh, they did show it. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know they it's showed the, it. It's the Fantastic Four and him, and then like a couple mutants, and it's like a clear divide, and Franklin's standing in the middle. Mm. It's like, oh, so it's going to be interesting to see if they tried to pull Franklin with them. Oh, they want him. He's a mutant. So if, they're gonna, is this going to be during the events of House of X and Powers of Ten? Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be like, I'm guessing whatever's currently going on, that's when that'll be happening, I'm assuming. But I don't know. Maybe it's going back to during House of X and it's them trying to get him to come. We don't know. We don't know what it's about. Yeah, Mama, Sue Storm, and. uh, Well, yeah, Sue and Reed. Reed, they're they're both like, hey. We're not letting you have our kids. Mutants are like, let us have your godchild. <laughs> he is a god. <laughs> He's Franklin. <laughs> it's Franklin. This dude is a reality manipulator that know? sits at the end of time and tells history. I was just about to say, do you know at the end of time it's him and Galactus? <laughs> and he's just recounting all history? Oh, God, I hate that so much. God, I don't, man, I can't, I can't also, help but love that. <laughs> they also announced, I love the concept, but I hate his character. I, I hate know. his character as a kid. Yeah. Hopefully he's more interesting when he's adolescent. Shit, I'm loving Adam Warlock as a kid. Guardians. I'm not there yet. Oh, have you not read Adam's 9 and 10? It? No. 
Oh, that's yeah. awesome though. Magnus. That makes me hype. Yeah. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. That's right, Magnus, isn't it? It's his oh. evil. Yeah, Magnus. Okay, it's so the evil read, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about but it's that. N- but he's not evil. No, no, I haven't he read that. It. I just know he's okay. coming. But he's he's not oh, evil. Oh, I can't yeah, wait. I'm yeah. gonna read that shit tonight, bro. Yeah, dude. Nine and ten. Yeah. They Great. also announced. They also introduced one another person too. Nice. Yeah. They announced they're coming out. They're bringing back giant size X Men. Why? What do you mean why? Because it's, it's a different series. I guess I want uncanny. The first cover is Emma Frost and Psylocke on the cover, and it is going to deal with their new relationship. <gasps> Two characters that have never really gotten along and don't really like each other. And we're going to see why they're getting along now. Dude, you think they're a thing? No, it's just dealing with they're their di- with their dynamic oh. now. So it's like, ooh, how are they it's getting along? It's never been, wow. They okay. don't like each other because they both have relations with Cyclops, and they both have been leaders before, and like they did, their, their personalities just Psylocke don't, and Cyclops? Don't God, that's lazy. Not Psylocke. Emma Frost. Oh, I thought you said they both had relationships with Cyclops. Did I say Psylocke? I meant Jean Grey and Emma Frost. Oh, okay. Jean Grey and Emma Frost. That's where I'm Not, confused. I'm like, man, why did I say Psylocke and yeah, Emma Frost? Yeah, you said Cyclops. I was, I, was, I was like, man, this is so weird. What is going on? Jean Grey and Emma Frost are in the thing. And they, oh, okay. they've both that been involved sense. with Cyclops. And like they, their personalities just clash. They've both sense. been leaders. So we're going to deal with that. Like, uh, it's pretty much in the X-Men fandom. If you love Jean, you hate Emma. If you love Emma, you hate Jean. I don't ascribe to that. I love both the characters. Uh, both but there's a clear divide. Emma and Jean get along in the House of X and Power of Ten. That's what I'm saying. And we're going to explore that and find out why. And I'm loving the Emma that we have right now. Oh, my dude, God. Jen Thompson-Hickman writes her so well. Yeah, dude. She's beast. Cold-ass Emma. Cold. She's fucking holds herself well, dude. Like dude, she's, she's just like... She's the ice she, queen. Exactly. Like, she is the ice queen. Bro. <laughs> Elsa who? <laughs> I love Emma, bro. Oh, I love her. That's, yeah. Ooh, all right. So, let's get into the House Six. So, is it confirmed before we get into this? Is it confirmed? Steven said it was because it basically, in the new X-Men, I know I'm jumping a little ahead, in the, I guess, X-Men 1, oh, I think trying it to confirm orgies? I'm pretty sure her Wolverine and Cyclops like, so, are a thing because their, their room's connected. He texted like, me and he, so I already knew that he thought it was before I read it. Yeah. And he was like, so the new thing pretty much confirms what I was thinking. And then I read it and I don't know where the fuck he's getting that from. Because look at the picture. I didn't get it. They, they're the only rooms that are connected. Yeah, and yeah. And then they have the one picture where they're like Jean Grey's in between both of them. Like, yeah, I guess. I know. I, just, I think I it's a savage. Maybe. I think it's savage's situation. Wolverine fucks. Cyclops make loves. Maybe. You know, what I'm talking about the yeah. Blake Lab. Like, they're all in love with maybe. each other, but only like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could be. It could. That's be. That's a thing. You can. I mean, that's there's nothing he is wrong living with, that. with them, which is different. That is different. But then the way that they spoke in it too, like. The way that Emma, and, or I'm sorry, that Gene and Cyclops interacted did not lead me to believe they were in a relationship. It really? led me to believe when that he was like, I th- failed you th- when he they, died. That they stuff? were close enough history, but it didn't seem like a loving thing hmm. at all to me. Okay. And in fact, I got the impression that Gene and who was it was someone else she interacted with. I got the impression that they were in a relationship, and it wasn't Wolverine either. Shit, it was like her and Nightcrawler. They had like a little moment. It wasn't Nightcrawler. It was, what the fuck was it? It was someone else. Oh, no, no. It, it was Cyclops and someone else. I got the impression that Cyclops and this other female character were actually in a relationship. And who the hell was it? It wasn't Gene or Emma. It wasn't Emma, yeah. I can't remember. But he was talking to someone else, and they were talking very, like, it seemed like it was intimate. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is weird. They still know. haven't fixed out the, uh, in this one, they didn't fill, they still haven't filled the table, though. At the end of this, did they not? I don't remember them filling yeah. the table. All who, who, 12 of the 13 seats are there. But then Emma didn't pick hers. Not yet, because it's probably going to be Kitty. Okay. Okay. Probably cool. going to be Kitty. Cool, cool, cool. But uh, Marauders, those are wrenching mm-hmm. that plan if it, she is wanting Kitty. We'll see. Because the table seat is called the Red King, mm-hmm. and Kitty would have to be the Red Queen, so I don't know if it's they're just trying to throw us off, or if we just haven't met the character yet. Or it can just be Khaleesi. We never see it coming. Is it, maybe, is it reserved for Franklin? Red King. But I don't ah. think Emma would care. I don't think she would reserve it for Franklin. She reserved it for someone specific. Exactly. And I think it's Kitty, because they're close. Hmm. So we'll I see. mean, who's better to not have at your table than Franklin fucking Richards, Dude. yo? Jesus. Oh, man. Not hey, I don't like what they're doing. Oh, fine. 
They never existed. So in House of Power, House of X6, we get Xavier, Magneto, and Mora talking. And Mora's in no space. Mm-hmm. Finally get to find out where the fuck Mora's been this whole time. She's <laughs> in a no space. And what a no space is, is it's something, it's a place in Krakoa that even Krakoa doesn't know exists. It's a no place. No one knows about it. Because if she dies, everything she's done to this point is reset. Mm-hmm. So they can't afford to let that shit happen. Mm-hmm. And this whole issue kind of follows like that, uh, not fear, but that concern. Well, it's also she needs to stay here. Uh, the t- the table as well, and trying to get yeah. into political mm-hmm. things, and like making sure that they like for our sake, let's not love it. Yeah, this is the, the unveil the quiet mm-hmm. council. Yeah, we don't know up, who the like, red king they're is. They're all figuring out rules and stuff like that, and they have their first trial. Yep, and then cool. they name the their captains, which was cool. Yep. yep. So they have. This, oh, I hate it because I all right <laughs> straight up. I'm not a fan of Cyclops. I think he's boring and I don't like okay. him. No, I get that. I'm not a fan either. So they have the captains, and there's the captain above all captains. It's the captain commander, which is fucking Cyclops. But the other captains are Bishop and Magic, Yeet. Dope, and Gorgon, which was like, okay, okay. I guess, yeah. sure. But Bishop and Magic, that's awesome. That's fresh. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. I need to see some Bishop and Magic-led teams. Let's go. Let's go. Let's well, Bishop and Magic peoples. are in a, uh, what are they in? Aren't they in one of the spinoffs? Magic is in something I don't know if Bishop is. Is he? What was Magic in? Fallen Angels? No, that's uh, no, X-23 not Fallen Angels. Cable. Young Cable, which I think is crazy. That's Fallen Angels, right? Fallen Angels is Young Cable, X-23, and, and Psylocke, right? Psylocke, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's why there's only don't. three. They don't need anybody <laughs> don't. else. <laughs> like, come on. It's unreal. Shit. Uh, I, I can't remember if Bishop was in, was on a team or not. He maybe he's not in the new X-Force team coming. Maybe that's oh, what it was. Maybe. I can't remember. But yeah, so then the council, uh, their first order of business, the first... Sentencing they have to lay down is to Sabretooth, of course. <laughs> Who else would it be than the unruly Victor Creed? And this guy, dude. Bro, like, he just, he's still talking he shit take, when he, he has no chance of doing anything. Like, look who's around you. You really think that you're going <laughs> to get one of them? Look at this table, bro. Like, you jump up once, Emma. It was Emma and Jean. I mean, we were like, yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, brain melted. Shut up. Yeah. Which they did that. Yeah, that was. That was Jean did dope. it, and then, or was it Emma first, then Jean, or Jean then Emma? I can't remember, but it was I a sense. I think it was Emma first. Emma first, because he was G- still kind of trying to fight it, and then Jean came in, and it was like, "You're done." And he was just like drooling. Jean and Emma together, like yeah. that, my, that te- like telepathic power together, you're not stopping. Ooh. Not ever coming at you yet. I mean, he just started drooling. He couldn't even form a sentence when they did that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they exiled his ass, which to exile is to be put in Krokoa. In the actual island, like, swallows them up yeah. and puts them in, like, a state of suspended animation for as long as they deem necessary. Yeah, and, you, and you're just, you just, you're your there. thoughts like, still you don't go. Age you or anything. It, you're yeah. just there. That's you're just there. nuts. Yeah. So you're just suspended into the yeah. darkness. And, of course, they leave the little nugget in there, like, maybe someday you'll have a chance for redemption, but that day's not today. So we'll see him again. Yeah, at some point. But he's just stewing with all this anger and saying, "I'm gonna Bro, kill and you." And, and, like, and saber He's not gonna get over it. No, they're just making a. There's man. no like, oh, I had my redemption. I've rested and meditated. No, no, Victor Creed don't play that way. He's just like they gonna be care. more sadistic than ever. Yeah. So they know that they're never releasing him. <laughs> if he gets released, it's probably not gonna be because they want to. Nope. It's because they need him, or because someone lets him out that's not supposed to. Yep. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen with that shit. Then they unveil the three laws of Krakoa: make more mutants, hmm. which leads credence into the- Steven's theory. Murder no man. What theory? About the orgies and then about the, the oh, tri-relationship. Yep, yep, yep. Murder no man, which is interesting. It's a very old school Xavier thing. I like that. He's like still no got, human, he's still yeah. got a, a bit of a strict moral to him. Mm-hmm. And respect the sacred land of Krakoa, which makes sense because it's not just a land. It's a living entity. It's a living thing. Yeah. So that makes tons of sense. And I love that they had that little conversation too about like purchasing and having ownership of the land. And Cypher was like, well, I mean, Krakoa is kind of a living thing, so you're not going to own it. Yeah. 
Can't do that. You sorry. Can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> no, I like that. That was cool. And so, like, I, I picked out this little tidbit, mostly just for me because I wanted to, to talk about it for a second. But Mystique and Nightcrawler have this really, like, awkward moment when they're at the when they're at the client council where they're um, she questions him and questions like his religious nature, right? Uh, of, like why why he would be this way. So what do you think, basically? And he's essentially like, we should make more mutants. Like, his mom asks his opinion. He's like, we should fuck. I was like, this is fucking Well, no, it was because weird. of his Christianity. Yeah, but he, he said that to his mother. I mean, it, That's it was a weird thing to well, say to your mom. Why didn't get the sexual vibes? And no, no, I wasn't oh. like he wanted to bang her. Yeah. But it was like, that was a weird response to someone that's your mom. And then also at the same time, I didn't get a familial vibe from the two of them. They haven't so far. Like, they haven't mentioned. They that haven't mentioned that at all, series. and that's really bugging me because mm-hmm. that's his mom. Yeah, like that's his birth mother. Yeah. Raven is his. And mother. this is supposed to be like everything that's happened is in canon with what is going on now. Like this isn't replacing the canon of X Men. All that shit's happened. It could just because I mean they're very serious. They're both part of the board, so maybe they know that, how I mean, to pull back. They're ties. not necessarily close. Even Nightcrawler went against that. Yeah, and I mean they're not necessarily close. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Oddly, Mystique is kind of close to Rogue, and they have, like, a relationship, but she doesn't really have one with Nightcrawler, especially yeah. not in that way. No. So, like, yeah, but at the same time, like, you would think that he would want to quit back at her. You know, like, well, mother, like, no. something stabbing at her, and it just they didn't do it. I thought it was, it was awkward. Well, it was see, if anything, that just shows that they are being serious about this, because they didn't That's have true. the you know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't bring, like, personal... Exactly. Well, he didn't bring personal things into he it. Did. She tried to. She tried Because it's Mystique. Exactly. That's what she does. Yeah. Because she was immediately going to the one person it. that she thought would have messed up. Like, what do you think? Exactly. Would like, make more the money? one person she knows about she can probably get to. And then answered. Yeah. yeah. And it was a beast answer. Yeah, to. Of Dude, course. Hickman is killing it with his way he's writing Nightcrawler. Oh, of course. I know you're doing it. Because it's, like, your favorite X-Men, right? Yeah. And I freaking love Nightcrawler. He's killing it, bro. Until they start making more Azazel shit. Oh, God. He cannot come. After Hester, after we did some research, we need more that's Azazel. A, that's a universal threat. <laughs> yeah, dude. Woo. Woo! Heaven and hell and purgatory. What you got, bitch? <laughs> and then we get this huge celebration to end. Like our it, possible orgy undertones. It was really weird. I mean, really weird. Sure Wolverine was world friendly with a lot of people. They out there fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did just say we need to make more mutants. So I don't know. It's left up in the air. Yeah, left up in the air. Yeah. And then at the end of it, we get Xavier and Magneto talking. And Magneto looks to Xavier and says, just look at what we've made with this shit-eating grin on his face. And he is all about what they have done. And there is zero mention or implication at all of how Mora has helped them do this. And their conversation at the end, they're only talking about what they have done. Look what we have done. You and me. Look what we have made. But that would make sense what we're leading to now. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I think we're getting the, the small underlinings now of... The first dissension within the X-Men. I think it's possibly going to be dissension between Xavier Magneto on the same side going against Mora. Oh, you think they're yeah. going to be the one? Because as we but, flow into Powers 10, mm-hmm. they tell her, everything you've done is amazing. What you've done is great, but it's time to step aside and let us do the work that we know we can do. But you always fail. Exactly. What she hit him with. Was exactly. Like, you need me. Yeah. You always fail. You guys and then, always fail. And then Magneto says something to the effect of like, because we've never been together or something like that. It's right. Like, no, you failed in those timelines too. Yeah. <laughs> but now they're different. They're not going to let it happen. Like they're not going to fail. And Moira says, once again, you've done that. <laughs> you always fail. Stop. <laughs> so I think we're getting a little bit of the undertones of that here. Yeah. But starting. it helped with Moira coming back. She did the whole, the, literally the beginning of six of powers was like the first, like, 
first issue or second issue of yeah it was all that like again the same thing her and trolls and stuff but they had but now they had the conversation where we finally get year 1000 yep. we get the blue dude the librarian yes then we finally which is now out confirmed not who to that be is. Professor Xavier. it was it's a brand new person it's a brand new person it's a, so a human cool. evolved awesome yeah. awesome i like that and he's explaining like like cuz they try to attack him and stuff and he's like i see everything before you even think about doing it so there's no like, hitting you can't me like you can't do this like i've already like figured out like he didn't use this number but like 10 steps before you even make one right, step yeah. you know what i mean you're just there's no you point you can't do it which pissed me off because then wolverine stabs him so he well, he thinks wolverine's not quick enough uh, but wolverine 100% wasn't moving as quick as he could and he's probably been out there practicing oh uh, yeah so they have this cuz it's only them that were out there yeah. they let them survive it's mora and wolverine are the only two alive mm-hmm. and they like Quickly gloss over the fact that she's surviving off his blood. They're like transfusing blood back and forth, and that's how she's living. Oh, yeah, because Wolverine that, like ages mad slow. Fuck, yeah, I didn't that's even how Mara's living. That. Yeah. Shit. Also, yeah. they had a really intimate vibe out there. They did. I mean, you're only. I two mean, people. it's the only <laughs> one mutants left. So yeah, yeah. we know Wolverine. Logan and Moira. We know Wolverine be fucking. Would they be fucking? <laughs> so yeah, the librarian has this like uh, about to see Wolverine, and then Mara shows up. And they have a conversation. And through this conversation, he unveils that he's, like, conflicted on what he should do. Well, the librarian's conflicted on what path they should follow. Should he allow the phalanx to assimilate them and let Mora die, which would reset everything for her and she could try again? Or does he send her away so she doesn't get assimilated if she's not on Earth and they preserve this timeline? So he doesn't if she know. dies, she wouldn't. Exactly. He doesn't know. If it's a mistake to ascend and become this all-encompassing knowledge, like this godly presence inside the failings, like, is that a mistake? Should they do that? He doesn't know. And so he comes here to, like, have them convince him, which they don't even try to do. Nope. Mortar just basically doesn't speak to him. No. It's like she, she doesn't want to convince him. She doesn't want to at all. She just wants to know what his plan is. Mm-hmm. And he, of course... Well, that's all dumbass villains do, even though how smart he is. <laughs> I was like, well, let me tell you my five-step program. He tells them. He reveals that genetic engineering is what elevated humans past the mutants. They were always concerned about the sentinels and about the humans themselves, and they never saw the real threat right in front of them. And it was the humans themselves using genetic engineering. The sentinels just bought them time. That's all it was. They were never the real threat. It was biological and technological advances that allowed them to ignore their environment and evolve because mutants are the natural evolution of humans. But once they added technology to it, they could ignore their environment and the limitations of it and evolve past what a mutant was and became post-human. That's what they did? That's what the humans did. And the mutants didn't think about that. They never saw it coming. So So imagine if mutants did that. Exactly. Once his dumbass says that shit, now she knows what's going on and Logan kills his ass. He's like, that fast enough for you? Say well, uh, and then of course they had that sad moment. Yeah, like, and now she knows what the real threat is, so now he's got to kill her. Yeah, and it's very sweet. She like puts her hand. She on doesn't shit. like want him to. She's like, I don't want to make you do this, and he's like, I kind of have to, bub. And then he kills her, and then we get fucking slapped in the face with one little dialogue word bubble thing at the bottom that said, "And so was, and so ended Mora's sixth life." Hmm. That's when we finally found out where her sixth life was. Why it was never talked about because it is year one thousand. It is year one thousand. So she already did that, and then tried other shit, and it kept failing. Because she's on life 10 now. So she's already tried that. She tried. Well, no. She did that life and then did a bunch of other things and then never, none of that fucking worked. So she wanted to... But she's already not at the plane on the other four lives then. That's what I'm saying. So in lives 7, 8, and 9, 6 has already happened. So she's already done all this. And other and she's tried different things since this and they failed. So now they're trying something different in 10. They're like, okay, fuck it. I'm going back to 6. This is clearly what we're going to do. Genetic enhancements, baby. I'm going to stop the humans. 
And then we get a little, we, we get more of Moira and Xavier together, and she shows them that mutants always lose, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. And he keeps, and, and she tells, Xavier says dude, something about lines, like, I can do it. But. We get this super fucking heartbreaking thing that she tells him, too, which is like, she tells Xavier that in all her lives, he never changed. And he's like, well, thank you. And she's like, that's not a compliment. The one constant seems to be that you never change. That's the one thing I have not tried yet. It's changing him. He's a good man who believes in the goodness of others. And I have to break that part of him and fundamentally change who Charles Xavier is as a person. And she says it'll break her heart to do so, but it is what must be done. Now read my mind. That shit is brutal. The mm-hmm. man she loves, that she grows to love in many of her lifetimes. And he's a great and she, man. And he's a great man with a great moral compass. And she knows she's got to crush and shatter every fucking bit of that because she's never tried that. Because every time they fail, time. Xavier holds to his morals and they fail. Mm-hmm. That's also why Magneto and Xavier are like telling her, step aside, let us do this. It's like, you always fail. Like, we've never been like this before. Now we're not going to fail, but we need to take control. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's the dissension starting, I think. And then we get a bunch of Mars journals that are documenting her progress in, with Xavier. Mm-hmm. And we get a bunch of shit that's blacked out. So there's definitely a lot of foreshadowing there, stuff we haven't known yet. And there's some foreshadowing that Xavier, Xavier could become evil or become lost, which I think is pushing into that dissension. Man, evil Xavier, fuck, that's dangerous. Yeah. And then Magneto and Xavier, tell, they tell more about the council, and they tell her they promised Mystique, and in order to get her on the council, they promised to bring back Destiny, and Moira is fucking And adamant. Destiny's like, no, Moira's no. like, we cannot in do the, that. See, that's in the situation. Why would Destiny kill her, though? Because she, because they know that she well, had, no. was working on in one life a cure for mutants. Destiny but wouldn't that's necessarily not something that Moira would do now. Destiny wouldn't necessarily kill her, but the fact that Moira's a precog and she can see the possible futures, she could tell everybody in Krakoa that they lose, that they died, that they failed, oh, you're about Destiny. and ruin it. Yeah, oh, Destiny. Yeah. They 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 tell Mora that the way they got Mystique there is that they promised to revive Destiny. Mora's like, you can't fucking do that. We cannot have precogs. It can't happen. Because they can ruin up what we're doing here. If she tells everyone, hey, we fucking fail, it's often not. Then all no one's gonna try. Lost. Yeah, no yeah. one's gonna try. We cannot let her come back. And they basically are like, we're not gonna do that. We're just gonna keep putting it off and putting it off. And she's like, eventually it will have to be addressed. And we can't fucking do it. And she ain't gonna be happy when she knows you lied to her. Well, what if they succeed? They can bring her back then, right? She's coming back. Yeah. I, I think so. Mystique is gonna bring her back without their permission. I hope so. I hope so too. So Xavier and Magneto... And then confirm her to be Nightcrawler's mother. <laughs> Xavier and Magneto proclaim, and it's time for more to step aside, as we just said, and allow them to change the future. They're different this time, and so the outcome will be different. They will do whatever it takes to survive and stop Mora's sixth life future from happening. And then Magneto hits that fucking hard-ass line that ends the book. Dude. I am not ashamed of what I am. Let them try to stop us this time. Fucking... Magneto going hard every time dude, he gets a chance. Dude, he's like dropping bombs, bro, dude, dropping bombs. Dude, his you have new gods now. Dude, he kills. He is like the oh. perfect right hand man. I love the way Hickman writes him. Yeah, of course, yeah. Magneto's amazing. And I love the white hair. I love the whole design. He like looks he's wearing old, all the white and the white hair. And then when he comes in, all the kids are kind of like, oh, it's Magneto, it's Magneto, Magneto. and he's like deified. Dude, I love something it. he's always wanted is to it. be truly respected, loved, and cared for in his community, and he's getting that yeah. now. And it's not just like a senseless worship either. It's no, like it's because this like, guy's you leading guys us. You guys are a savior. You guys yeah. are leading us. You're good people. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Magneto's good. I love it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, good-ish. Well, good he's for fighting for, for a good cause, have. but he's still Eric. I mean, <laughs> he's still yeah, Magneto. That's sen- like essentially like Apocalypse right now. Kind of. Possibly. Also, you didn't mention him. He's at the table, by the Apocalypse way. Apocalypse going to be different, by the way. Is he going to be good-good? Like, good, more good than usual? He's going to be like a different character now. 
Because Apocalypse, his crux, has always been the strong survive. And all the mutants he's encountered have always been fucking weak. That's why he's always fighting the X-Men and trying to crush them. Because they can't beat them. They're weak. They're not going to survive. Well, now they just came together and are showing their strength. So and they're trying to topple strong. humanity. So they're showing him they're strong. So now he has no reason to want to fight any mutants anymore. Mm-hmm. He has no reason to have only the strong survive mentality. So he has no purpose with the mutants now. So it's he's Apocalypse on a them. journey to find so his now, purpose is what you're telling no, me? No, he, he knows it. Apocalypse is going to be like a teacher, priest. Is this confirmed? Kind or of is this yes, Hickman confirmed. Like a, a priest so kind, he's of, like a wanderer kind of figure. Trying to spread the message, but with... But within Krakoa. So oh, he's like shit. this... So what is... Uh, he's like uh, this information... Excalibur going to be then? What are they not... He's like? on the team. Yeah. But he's like this information highway of this guy that knows all this fucking vast knowledge and all this history. Yeah. And he's like trying to show them the mutant. way. And he's like this like deedle priest kind of wow. thing is what he's going to show himself as now. And I'm like, ooh, this could be really fucking Dude. interesting. And the writer... Because there's so much power behind his voice. Oh, so exactly. Even when, you're just, yeah, even when you're reading him and the stuff that he says, like when he's like, hello, old friend, when he first got to Kakoa, mm-hmm. it's like, man, he's like, I've it's been in here. Suburb, I saved this fucking... It's in Suburner, bro. Yeah. Or what, in Suburner, whatever. That dude, that's his name. Oh. That dude is a beast. Yeah. So he, yeah, the the writer, uh, Teeny, or I think it's Teeny Howard, was talking... Well, did an uh, interview and I don't know if it's a male or female. So they were talking to the interview person about how excited they were to not rewrite, but to evolve apocalypse and kind of watch him grow and Man, change. That's so hype. That's and so hype. They said they've been having like a fuck ton of meetings with Jonathan Hickman specifically to talk about apocalypse and the path and journey he's going to go on now. And I'm like, Oh my God, Excalibur, yes, come now. Dude, I need yes. this book. And that is the book that has Rogue and fucking uh, Gambit in it. I know. And we're getting that apocalypse. Oh my God. Luck- That's the best one. Luckily, apocalypse is there. Cause like that whole Rogue and uh, Gambit. I will choke you to death. I will choke you to death. I still haven't read the last issue. Oh, Mr. And Mrs. X. Bro. I know. It's good. It's a good ending. No, no. I just need one, one issue. I'm over here fucking true blooding it. <laughs> Watch an entire <laughs> nine season it. show, but nah, not the season finale. Who gives, series finale. Who gives a shit, right? Have you still never seen it? No. And it's I wasn't okay. even that upset with what it, it wasn't. It wasn't near okay. what it was when it's it, not, you know, the, the, show not, not, the series finale is not amazing, but I don't think it like ruins stuff. So. No. Yeah. Well, everything that led up to that point, we got weird as shit after season five. Yeah, season very six weird. was great, and then it just kept weird. Very weird. But yeah, just to make it that far, watch a week. That week, fucking and show was amazing for two seasons. The third season was eh. Fourth season was trash. Fifth season was trash. Sixth no, season was I did great. Not. I liked. I liked one through four. Five was the one oh, where dude, they added the, uh, the witch and the fucking uh, Maggie or whatever. Which season? Season three. What happens in that? What's the arc? That's the uh, unicorn arc, I believe. Unless I'm mixing two. Remember the chick, the Transformer orgy stuff, and she. Yeah, liked, I don't like that one either. You didn't like. I that. like that shit, man. And Bill killed her with the, or. Uh, Sam killed it as a bull. Man, that shit was Yeah, I don't like spell. that shit. Wow. I love one and two. I didn't really like three and four that much. Five, five was garbage. Five was utter garbage. That, I almost stopped watching the show because of Six five. was great, which was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It was like trash picked up. And then the last season was seven, right? I, I, or it was eight. Went, I thought it went nine, but I could Maybe. Be, I could be yeah, six wrong. was good, and then it had like a bunch of trash shit after that, I think. And then like some of the final seasons good. Some is terrible, but well, I did like the finale. I mean, it's just because Alexander Skarsgård was good delivering gold from start to finish. Dude, always. Always. Yeah. I thought great. Bill Compton was great. I, I thought, thought Anna Paquin's performance was always great, but yeah. Suki, the character, became unfucking bearable. Yeah, she did. I hated her. Yeah, she did. They didn't know what to do with her once they introduced that she was Faye. Everything yeah. got weird after yeah, that. Yeah, got really stupid after that. Uh, Jason was obviously amazing. He's fucking brilliant, He's dude. He's stupid. Dude, brilliant. how are we going to help my boy Lafayette? Lafayette, it was Lafayette's my second favorite character in that show. Yes. Eric and then him. Great actor. Be sad about him. I oh, know, man. Fucking brilliant in that show, dude. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Most of them were good. Even the, uh, while I don't care for characters like that, the Debbie. The redhead cook. Or she, oh, she was awesome. She was great in that. Great performance. Yeah. Uh, Joe was great. 
Bro, yes, he was. Great werewolf, great. Yeah, Gr- awesome. awesome. Yep. Great in that. Uh, I mean, all around. I mean, uh, dude, Evan Rachel Wood as Deborah, the vampire queen. Deborah was great. Deborah Ann Wall. Mm-hmm. That's her, the redhead. Yeah. Did you already say her? You said. I you said, said the no, redhead. no, the other one. I was saying the other one. She was. Oh, great. from the the, the one from the restaurant. The, the restaurant. Yeah, she was, right. she was. She right. was a typical character. She married. Uh, had that whole storyline yeah, yeah. with the crazy boyfriend. Deborah Wall was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She was amazing. No. Yeah. She's great. Bill's um, not apprentice, but what are they called? Bill's uh, from a second wasn't. Deborah's uh, Bill made Deborah into a vampire. Right. Yep. What are they called that though? It's like an apprentice, but it's not an apprentice. They're basically, their child. Yeah, it's like it's his baby. Yeah, my maker. They yeah. all I know is you're my. Maker. He was her maker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, Alec or uh, Bill or uh, Eric Northman's uh, child was great too. The girl, dude, she was she hilarious. Was in love with Eric, man. She like, how would me. you do? Yeah, she was. Great. She was so funny. Uh, Eric's always mean, sister. Always mean everyone. Eric, Eric, yeah, that weird shit. <laughs> it's not really the sister, but the right, same maker. But, but the same maker. God- Godfrey. Godfrey was oh beast, bro. Oh my god, I wish he was in way more, dude. Well, and come on now, and Evan Rachel Wood in that show. She's only like two episodes. That's true. But when they go to her mansion, she, Tara she is, was great. She was Tara like, was great too. I liked her. A lot of people didn't like her. Not the queen, but she was like the vampire governor for like that whole region. Yes, that everyone reported to her mm-hmm. in that area. I thought the manager, awesome. uh, the main baron, was good too. He, for a a good performance. Yeah, good Fucking performance. Hate that character. Piece of shit. Uh. Dude, yeah. the, the the religious guy and his wife, hilarious. The wife was so good. I'm blanking on the religious guy. He eventually became a vampire. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Yep. And he was gay, right? And knew me. He was gay, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was, yeah. I think. Because I know the main baron was guy. Was gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and his, uh, what's her name? Uh, Anna Camp. Yeah, Anna Camp as his wife. I love Anna God, Camp. Dude. She, she was so great in that shit. Yeah, that was that so was good. Hilarious. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this bitch up. We're yeah, about, we started breaking off on True Blood for we're now. about an hour and a half into this. What's good with you? So House and Powers, man, fucking fantastic series. Fantastic. If you were in, a fan of any kind of comics, a fan of Marvel, if you're a fan of X-Men for sure, you have to read this series. It was fucking brilliant. It's rewriting everything we know about the X-Men. We're forging a new path forward, and I could not be more excited for it. I'm I hyped. can't wait. There's some good comics going on right now. I'm hyped. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit. Next week, we're going to be talking about the new King Thor. One and two, baby. One and two are out. Uh, that is going to be potentially will be Stephen and Josh. We'll have to see how schedules and times work assume, out for uh, stuff. It, it should, yeah. but that will be what we cover next week. Uh, movie wise, I don't know. We'll uh, figure it out. I'm seeing Terminator Dark Fate this weekend. I know y'all don't give a fuck about that, so it'll probably <laughs> be something else. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> Unless Stephen really wants to, I'm I'm, I'm so hyped. Yeah. But uh, regardless, yeah, fucking uh, maybe Double Tap. Potentially, if it's yeah. still in theaters, fuck. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, we appreciate you tuning in, checking us out, listening to us. Make sure you hit up. All of our socials. Make sure you tell all your friends about this fucking podcast. Make or sure don't. you, or don't. We don't care. Make sure you like it, five star it, rate it. You know, comment on it. Put us up in those uh, not rankings, but the algorithms yeah. so people can find Maybe our. Maybe even make a post about it, like it's super clickbaity just to get the views <laughs> on there. You know what I mean? Like, and say like at the ten minute mark, you you know, you know like certain just weird little tags would help. Weird us little tags goes a long, goes a long while. Long while. Also, if you're into reading, make sure you hit up Inkit, uh, Inkit.com. I N K I T T. Publishing a story called Violent Times on there. It's a post-apocalyptic zombie tale. It is not what you think. The way I describe it, I have to describe it that way because that's what the story is, but it is not what the story is. It's very uh, different. Nick, we don't do self-promotions here. <laughs> We're doing it now, big guy. Okay, well, Omega Level Podcast supports this message, uh, <laughs> and we appreciate everything that you've done for us, Nick. I appreciate being here with you, man, talking to you, looking at that beautiful You're fucking face. Such a fat little piece of shit. Uh, right? What can I say? I'm fat. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy.